Kick one, two, one, two, bitch, bitch. Yes, 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 y'all. This is your boy, Mr. Busby. Oh, well, you ain't gonna talk? Oh, usually you you introduce me, but okay. <laughs> 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 I was like, what the hell? I was like, this is your boy, Mr. Busby, and then I was like, waiting for you. Like, the fuck? Well, that's JC. Yeah, you, you say, I'll, <laughs> that's JC. See, you that's, can... that's, see that's, what, that's what happens, man. You get used to a nigga being back home. You get lazy, Well, yeah, man. I was about to say, yeah, as you can't tell, JC is gone again. So now we, we're sending telepathical, you know, messages to each other through our minds, and you guys can hear it. You feel right. me? Yeah, and out here... Back in L.A. for only two more episodes, oh. including this one. It's your boy, J.C. No Honey. Yeah, I'm, uh, that's why I was back for so long. Yeah, getting shit situated. Had to get everything situated. Yeah, get everything situated. I'm, I'm coming back home. I'm coming home. I'm coming home. Tell yes, her. I hate that damn Diddy song. I really do hate it. <laughs> they always play that song. They always play that song when a certain athlete comes back into their home turf and they just play that Skylar Gray song. Like that. Sh- I never liked that damn song. Yeah, they started that shit with LeBron. I thought they started that when Melo came back to the to the to the Knicks. Well, not when he when he came when he went to the Knicks. Did he? You remember when he? Oh, went, did he they? they did. They, yeah, they played that song when he went to the Knicks. They played that at his intro. Oh, oh shit! Yeah, yeah me there. I thought it was just when he came uh, back to Cleveland. I just rem- I just remember that shit because everyone in New York was so hyped that he came back, and you know, <laughs> reality hit. Yeah, we'll mm-hmm. get to New York a little bit later. Mm-hmm. How <laughs> That's the- not the only L they caught. How was your weekend though? Uh, it was cool, man. I March Madness, baby. Just March Madness. Mm-hmm. Did you do anything for St. Patrick's Day? We're getting that for a minute. Hell no. Nah. Well, hell- I initially went out. Mm-hmm. I initially went out to go drive. And then it started raining like a motherfucker. Oh yeah, it was storming out here in Cali. Right, much, you know, you know, much how it goes. needed rain. You know, yeah, you know how it goes when people are partying, but it starts raining. The rain's already bad enough, but then you factor idiots who still don't want to call Uber or Lyft and want to get behind the wheel. And it was about eight o'clock, and I was like, "No, nah, I'm going back home. I'm not even gonna risk it." <laughs> well, with me, Friday, I, I went out a little bit, you know, but man, on St. Patrick's Day on Saturday, it was cracking out here. Now. I don't know if anyone ever knows this, but I wear a lucky shirt. I wash it. <laughs> don't give me a start. I wash it. <laughs> but it's this black and white shirt I got back in, like, last year. And ever since I wore that shirt when I, got, when I go out, I get lucky. I don't know how lucky. I, I don't know how it happens. I just be at the right place at the right time. So I went to Temple, right? I'm going to give you an example right. of this. I went to Temple. And I, I went a little bit late, and the line was already, like, long. So I usually try to cut because, you know, I only go, like, me, myself, and I because cause I'm that nigga. And I'm a big yep. nigga, so no one ain't going to fuck with me. So, you know, I try to cut in line a little bit, but the line's still kind of long. So I was like, yeah, whatever. If I get in, I get in. If I don't, I don't. Whatever. I could just go back home. Yeah. So then I always go to this bar because it's always popping. So the bouncer recognized me. And he was like, oh, shit, what's up, bro? You know, I you know, dap him up. He's like, oh, it's just you right now? And I mind you, there were these dudes that were in line with me that were chopping it up with me and shit like that. I kind of let them cut in line. And mm-hmm. he was like, just you right now? And I'm like, yep. Oh, come on in. 
<laughs> then I was like, oh, for sure. Step me in. They were already at capacity and everything. They let my black ass in. Hell yeah. And then everyone was all like, oh, what the hell? These girls were trying to get on me like, oh, let me in. I was like, oh, now now, now, now that I feel, now you know I'm kind of special. You want to let me in, huh? And you want me, oh, hell no. <laughs> and to make it even better, they gave me a fucking, um, what's it called? A free drink ticket and shit. So, hell yeah. Hey, there you go. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, that usually doesn't happen to me, but when I wear that shirt, I just get lucky. This is like, this is not a one time thing. This has happened multiple times. Not at that club, but other places. I just get lucky. I don't know how. Yeah. It's just, I just get lucky. Hey, it is what it is, man. Just ride the wave when you get to. When I get that shirt, I get lucky, man. I wore that shirt at Henny, at Henny Palooza, and you saw how that worked out. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. Most definitely. Anyway, I want to start on a light mood because there is some sovereign news that happened. Right. Rest in peace, Craig Mack. Most definitely one of the most, call them underrated. I want, actually, I want to call him the most, one of the most underrated, but definitely underrated when you consider the fact that all the attention goes to big when in actuality the first Bad Boy release was Craig Mack. He was the first person signed to Bad Boy. So. Right. You know, Biggie was just the most successful one. Craig Mack was the first one signed. And, you know, right. regardless of what Diddy tried to do, you know, tried to do to him and always drove him, like, always, I guess, buried him in a way because never released his project. And then he ended up disappearing. I, I remember Diddy tried to bring him back for that um, anniversary Bad Boy tour, and he didn't want to go back because, you know, I guess it was against his belief or he wasn't that person no more, I guess. Yeah, he said he was just, he... Obviously gave his life to Christ mm-hmm. and uh, Christianity. He said he was comfortable where he was at. Did he said respect, uh, appreciate it, and we're going to keep rocking without you. And he gave his blessing and said, go do your thing. And he was only 47, right? 46. Shit. Uh, do you remember what it was? I forgot what it was. I don't know what it was. I didn't really get too deep into it. I was just kind of shocked like everybody. If I'm... Don't hold me to this, but if, I'm, if I remember correctly, it had something to do with his heart. Mm, I, I think I remember reading something about that. Yeah, but, you know, but young age, man, which is hey, unfortunate. Hey, just rest in peace, Craig Mack, original bad boy, and smart ass, smartest motherfucker in the room. Like, you know how people say people, people hate you. If you're the smartest person in the room, you should leave. Where this person was mm-hmm. the smartest person, not even just the room, just the, of the whole damn universe, Stephen Hawking. And the man. Well, pre- Man, even though he couldn't talk, he can outsmart your ass. You thought I'm a smart ass. Don't talk to that paralyzed motherfucker. He would outsmart everybody. Imagine <laughs> that shit. Like, you think you know some shit, and you about to wear this dude out coming up in a wheelchair. Don't <laughs> they, talk and gotta have a robot talk for him. Yeah, Siri talks to you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck and, you. And it's, yeah, and instead instead of getting roasted by this nigga, you're getting roasted by this nigga featuring Siri. Like, <laughs> feel me? He, he had Siri before Siri. Right. Nah, but this dude, he he he's he said a lot of stuff. He told us about AI. He he get warned us about like you know what else did he warn us about? He just he just he was just a smart dude. But he died. Damn. Yeah. That's like a way to say it. I forgot how he died. Just you no, know, he wasn't even that old either. Is he even sixty? Seventies. Seventies. Yeah, he wasn't even that old. They had a movie come out about him, biopic about him. But yeah, man, Craig yeah. Mack and Stephen Stephen Hawking died. Back to back, so one of the original bad boys and the smartest nigga in the room. Rest in peace. Yeah, one of the original bad boys, one of the smart, a smart bad boy. I thought I said I said original bad boy and and the, and the smartest nigga in the room. Get there it? You go. <laughs> no. 
Ha-ha. Okay. Ha-ha. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Is that one for Family Guy? Ha-ha. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway, so last week we did our Illogical Madness bracket. Yeah, there were definitely a lot of aha moments all this week. Just March. There's some about March at this time, man. It's just it's nice where everybody comes together, fill out their brackets. And, you know, everybody is up in bracket mode, so it just don't stop when it comes to the actual NCAA tournament. You know, mm. people out there filling brackets for, of course, they had the Kanye madness, they had the Drake madness. Somebody was bringing, I think Keith, shout out to Keith, brought out a Kendrick bracket that yeah. they were ready to do where they just started. Yeah, I saw that. And, of course, we ended our show last week with our logical madness and with the best hip-hop rap album for... The decade of 2000s um, even gave you an extra year for 2010, and mm-hmm. people were pissed off at us. <laughs> I, I don't know, know if you got off it. At people us. were pissed, well, people were pissed off at us. Well, I mean, they may not be pissed off at you. They weren't pissed off at me. Because <laughs> I mean, hey, I just all we did was just post a post, and all we told you to do was vote. That's all we did. Exactly. Get, yeah, get pissed at you guys at- for voting. Right. Everybody looked at the brackets like, well, where's this? Where's that? And I was like, well, if y'all motherfuckers listened to the podcast and then voted, you would have known that the Carter three was going up against Hell Hath No Fury. And you should have got your ass to vote for it for a play in spot if you wanted it there. I mean, if we could keep it funky, Hell Hath No Fury is better than Carter three. But that's neither here or there. But go on. I'm just I'm just saying that was the outpour that I got from both Twitter and the groups on Facebook. Yeah. Shout out to TSDN. Shout out to Nerd Network. Yeah, they they, but, they went to you. They didn't really say nothing to me because they like me. Nah, <laughs> they just know that they ain't going to get shit from you. Exactly. <laughs> you, yeah, you know, but they know better. It's like how Drake fans try to get on me every time I diss Drake. They always say the same shit. They say Kendrick, Michael, and Kendrick, Michael, and Eminem. You really think that's going to affect me now? No. 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 Right. But go yeah. on. No, you, you're actually, I mean, you're actually right with Uh-oh. that. It's not really not going to affect you. But yeah, Exactly. <laughs> so we had the play-ins. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, we just stated the first one. Hell Hath No Fury took over the Carter Three, And then we had the play-in for the ninth seed, which was American Gangster versus Scarface's The Fix. Of yeah, course, that, Jay-Z's American yeah Gangster. that was kind of shocked. That got its ass whooped. I was shocked about that. I thought that would have yeah. been a little bit closer, but whatever. Right. And then we had the play-in with the Black Album versus Food and Liquor. And everybody... Actually, you know, I think that one was a pretty close one. If I'm not mistaken. I think it was kind of close. I think it was kind of close. And, of course, the Black Album took that for the number 10 slot. Mm -hmm. And then both of us were shocked as fuck. Because then, we, if you remember, we put T.I.'s Urban Legend up against Eternal Reflection... Reflection Eternal's... uh, What was it? Trial of Thoughts. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, that did not go how either one of us thought it was yeah, going to go. <laughs> I, was, I was whatever about that one, but I was like, oh, okay. So. I mean, it was whatever. I, let, let me rephrase it. it. We were both whatever. It was just how wide of a victory it was for Urban Legend. Because I think, I don't think a lot of was. people, I, I think probably not a lot of these kids know train of, that, that, that album right. like that. So Right. So, of course, we now we get to the first round. The mm. biggest upset of that round, because we're not gonna get we're not gonna get into this. If y'all want to know what the fuck y'all, if y'all want to know how we got here, go back and listen to the episode. If you didn't listen to the episode before, that's your fault. That is your fault. So, 
the biggest upset was number 14, the game's documentary, taking out number three, Outcast Stankonia. I mean, I wasn't and that surprised. I was surprised. Of this, I was surprised, but not that surprised. Gone. Well, you said because you don't understand how the brackets work. For me, it wasn't necessarily a, oh, my God, this is surprising. It was like, well, you know, there's clearly going to be some upsets. I didn't expect that one to be an upset, but it is what it is. You were like, oh, yeah, see, I told you it shouldn't have been number three. It shouldn't have been. I'm like, oh, nigga, you could have put something else up there. It probably still would have gotten taken down unless it was M. I mean, if you really think about it, unless it was M, J, or Kanye, anything else probably would have gotten taken down, so it really wouldn't have mattered. Um it, but it was just how that shit got taken. T- I remember at one point, the damn voting for that was, shit, if I remember correctly, at 81%, the documentary, up until some later votes took in, came in. Mm-hmm. It was kind of close, up, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah, it pulled it out by 56%. So that one took over. What else was there one in the first round that I think kind of caught us by surprise? I don't think, I think it was just that one. I think, yeah, that was pretty much my... That I think you were surprised with the just how much people gravi- how much more gra- uh, people gravitated towards uh, the Marshall Mathers LP than the Eminem show. Yeah, because a lot of people a lot of people really do gravitate towards the Eminem show more than Marshall Mathers because Marshall Mathers is like this bona fide classic, but M fans really do like the Eminem show a lot. So, right. but I can understand why they picked Marshall Mathers. So I thought it would have been a yeah. little bit closer. So. I, I expected college dropout at the five seed to take out the minstrel show at the twelve seed, but I didn't expect it to be that. Like y'all didn't even give a little brother a chance. Hell like, no, they did. Fuck y'all. Like any, all of y'all, y'all can't talk. You can't tell me shit about how you love you hip hop heads, yada yada yada. Because that shit, ninety seven percent said college dropout. Would you, I mean, y'all would didn't you, show would, any. Would you pick college? Would you pick little brother over college dropout? I ended up. I actually ended up voting for Little Brother just to make it closer than it actually was. <laughs> I know, I know, but in reality, if you would have saw no, no, that, no, 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 I wouldn't have. However, there you go. Again, there's a bunch of people who claim to be hip hop heads that listen to this, and I'm looking at it like, wow, y'all not as hip hop as y'all say y'all is, but okay, I, I see y'all. Um. What else is it? Yeah, that was pretty much the only ones that really caught me off guard with the first round. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we get to the Elite Eight, was there anything that caught you by surprise? The Elite Eight, that was when My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy against American Gangs. I wasn't shocked about that mm-hmm. one. Nah. Marshmallow versus College Dropout, I wasn't really shocked about that one. The Blueprint yeah. versus Black Album, that was, yeah. Documentary and Get Rich or Die Trying, that was the one I was really interested in. <laughs> I course, wanted to yeah. see... I wanted to see how far documentary would have got, but and it was kind of close. But then you know, I shout out to my boy Quake. Um, Quake, he's a big ass Fifty stand. He made sure that Get Rich or Die Trying won. He made sure Fifty <laughs> won. So yeah, see, you, you, you were you were trying to get on me, you know, basically with the I will. The stank onion. At first, I was looking at it like, oh, wow, that caught me by surprise. Then I started thinking about it, and I was like, well, maybe they saw something we did it, and they actually caught that if the documentary won, you would have to put it up against Get Rich or Die Trying. And if that was the case, kudos to the listeners and the voters. Oh, God. I, did, I didn't catch that. <laughs> oh, that was, I mean, that was uh, the one I was surprised. When we put the Lost Tapes on there, we should have gotten Stillmatic on the first round. Because Get Rich or yeah. Die Trying went against the Lost Tapes. If we want to get Stillmatic, Stillmatic probably would have won, but that's neither here or there. Maybe. Uh, let's see. But nothing really surprised me. Blueprint versus Black no. Album could have went either way. I think that was kind of the closest one. It went back. It went, right. you know. 
But I was I was whatever I about that one. I personally voted for the Black album. Mm, yeah, I kind of see that. Because that was, in my but, opinion, that was one that was that should have been Hov's last album. But you know, it should have. You should, know, you but, know. But actually, actually, I will say. I'm actually thankful it wasn't because had it been that we would have never gotten American Gangster and we wouldn't have gotten Watch the Throne and we wouldn't have gotten uh, 444. So and we wouldn't have gotten kind of, we kind of worked we, out. We probably wouldn't have gotten Title. Yeah, he still would have been on that box where he wouldn't have been on Title. <laughs> so then, nothing really surprised me until like the final four when it comes to My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy versus College Dropout and mm-hmm. the Blueprint versus Get Rich or Die Trying. Get Rich or Die Trying versus Blueprint. At first, Give Her to Die Trying broke the lead. I was like, hold on. I was whooping its ass. I was, I like, was whoa. like, whoa, what the fuck? I was like, hell no. And then whole fans came <laughs> in. It was like they had to remind you of reality. So that right. was that. And then My Beautiful Doctors of Fantasy versus College Dropout. I thought it would have been kind of close because everyone really loves College Dropout and everyone loves My Beautiful Doctors of Fantasy. So, but, you know, My Beautiful Doctors yeah. of Fantasy pulled it out. So then we got to the. Championship round, ring a ding ding. It was the throne, battle of the throne. Yeah, it watch was, the throne. Well, well, battle of the throne. That's what I kind of call no, no, it. I'm, I'm, no, I'm, I'm, I'm saying everybody had to watch the throne. Oh That's yeah, what it pretty came much. Down to. Came out to the blue, had, the blueprint. Yeah, big brother, big brother versus little brother. Yeah, they're 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 personal classics. The classics that everyone in their fan bases really feel is their classic piece of work. And right, pretty much in a blowout. My Beautiful Doctor of Fantasy won. So according to the people, mm-hmm. Kanye mm-hmm. West's My Beautiful Doctor of Fantasy is the album of the decade. Let's get a round of applause. Hey, shouts out. Shouts out. I mean, I'm not surprised by that. That's why it was the number one seed of Exactly, because it is perfection. If you really, really listen to that album, I listened to it the other day, and it still is perfection. It is. Like, for it, sure. They, not even a question about it. It's like you can't name one bad song from that damn album, and it's just... Shit, it's just—it's just amazing. I really that album is just amazing, man. And also, when he recorded that album, he—you remember the whole story? He was secluded in mm-hmm. Hawaii, and he called a who's who of people out there to, so he can go work with them and shit. Yeah. Well, right now he's been MIA, even though he has been showing up with Kim in LA every now and then. He has been secluded in Wyoming, in the snowy mountains of Wyoming, which is pretty random. And that's bring a different sound. Yeah, I'm interested. I'm curious. Oh yeah, <laughs> but he's re- but now all these pictures have popped up on Instagram when you, people like Travis Scott, Plain Pat, No ID, hella people are just randomly in Wyoming. Even Drake's photographers out there. If Drake's photographers out there, that mean Drake is out there. So they were just yeah. they're in Wyoming and they are recording. Like Andy, shout out to Andy. He pretty much said like, oh, this might be my beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy too. If he's doing this shit, if he's getting everyone Possibly. to. If he's getting everyone to come to him in Wyoming, that's this random. It's like a random ass state. That's the thing. Saha is the only one. I would. I don't think he's out there because he's on tour with Crip right now. He'll probably be out there after the tour. Yeah, <laughs> I would. I would have hoped that they. He would have. I, I hope Saha is a part of this project. Well, if he, well, if he doesn't show up to Crip's, you know, tour when, in the next few weeks when we go, then you're gonna know he's in Wyoming. Unless they flew his ass out beforehand, which you, would make sense. You know, Kanye. So when when do you expect this album to come? Because I have a feeling it's coming soon, ish. We'll figure it. We'll see. I mean, he's a he's a Gemini, so I won't ex- won't be surprised if he waited till the summertime or at the end of summer. Well, probably by the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Mm. 
probably when Hoven them get on tour. So Hoven Beyonce. Oh, have you seen the prices right. for that shit? I saw it and I was like, thank God Larissa does not really want to go to that shit. <laughs> I saw the prices for that shit. I'm like, are you serious? <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. 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 Fuck mean, all I, that, bro. Just depending on the album, on the fucking, how the album, because I know an album's coming, whether they want to admit it or it's not. It's coming. An album between right. Jay-Z and Beyonce is coming. Uh, it's going to be exclu- sure. exclusively on title. Oh, yeah. You got to get a subscribe and get that title. Got to get that. You know what I'm saying? But, but, but. But lucky for me and Busby, we went to the concert, so we got that that free subscription. We got to pay that, that nine nine nine. Man, watch that shit drop right after our subscription is over. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Hold the that you shit on motherfuckers. <laughs> you motherfuckers. It's your boy. <laughs> yeah, you, or was that the um, Tales from the Crypt motherfuckers, or was that the Afini Shakur motherfuckers? The Afini Shakur. You gotta hear. You gotta hear the the. The Black Panthers in her. Motherfuckers! <laughs> <laughs> no, I still like Tales from the Hood, man. <laughs> Wait, because he had the split-ass tongue when he did that shit. Welcome <laughs> to hell, motherfuckers! <laughs> Speaking of that, you know they're doing a part two. I was two. You just know that, right? about to say that. Yeah, they. I the director posted the picture of him with the um, doll. From the from the first movie, the mm-hmm. the slave doll. Even though I was a kid, I was not scared of that doll because that. Come on, you are an ex Klansman running for office, and your whole campaign office is in an ex slave <laughs> owner's house over a haunted plantation. What the fuck you think was gonna happen to you? I wasn't scared. <laughs> as soon as that, like I wasn't even scared when the doll woke up. I'm like, you gonna die? I'm I'm not mad. They ain't gonna come after me. They're gonna come after you. Right. Especially when you were saying all that racist <laughs> shit, man. Oh, look at that. Nigger dolls. And, oh, you little nigglets. I'm going to shoot off your little nigger balls. I remember seeing that shit. I was like, I hope, he, I hope that was in the script. Because he's being really just, yeah. I hope that was in the script. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. You being a little bit too freely on that, man. This nigga don't seem like he acting. Yeah. yeah. That white boy kind of saying that shit with passion. Right. Shit. But yeah, so shouts out to everybody who participated in our illogitology and our logical madness. Definitely appreciate it. Like I said, we, I don't know if we owe y'all an apology, but we just, we started off late, so that's why we settled down with 16. I apologize for we shit. We ain't owe y'all nothing. Um, <laughs> but thanks y'all for voting, We appreciate though. it. Yeah, definitely. We were able to take some, so we were able to see some. Some good and some stuff that we want to improve on for next year. So mm-hmm. we'll move forward. We'll already got some ideas that we're working on. We'll, yo, you'll hear about that next time around. But in the meantime, we get to the actual bracket and the March Madness of it all. Play that future March nigga. Madness in the background. Rest oh, it up and make it real to me. Rest it up and make it real for me. Let me get that. Whatever mm. that fucking means. Whatever that fucking means. <laughs> Dirty soda in the style phone. Spend my daddy, get my mind blown. That features ain't that. So, can yeah, we talk we about it. these upsets, man? 
Man, let me now, tell you something upset, about these upsets, dog. This upset that you told me, I was with my homegirl when you texted me. I was thinking you were talking about our bracket. And I was like, what are you talking no. about? I wasn't ta- I wasn't no. watching the game. I didn't get it. I was like, oh, okay, whatever. No, and no, then no, I looked no, online. No, 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 See, I, I, and after that, I, went, I looked on the ESPN shit, and I was going on Twitter, and I'm like, what? Oh, oh. Yeah, let me paint the, let me paint the picture for y'all. So we have UMBC. Sounds like a rap group more than a college. University of Maryland, Baltimore County. Mm-hmm. Nobody checking for UMBC like that. They went up against the number one overall. Number one, I say number one overall. Like they were the top number one out of this bracket, which was they Virginia. were the top. They were the top team in the world, Craig. Yeah, like we're talking about top five in offense, top five in defense, only giving up fifty points a game. That type of team. So that's it's crazy. 1919. Yeah, it's 1919 in the first half. Tied game. Everybody goes to halftime. I had just stopped from driving and I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to watch this game. Take my time. I went to Whole Foods because, you know, I don't know if you know, but Whole Foods is actually the spot nowadays. Like they got their own well, bar. It's, yeah, because it's, yeah, it's cheap now. Right. So I went I went, went to the whole the little uh, the meal island, made myself a, a big uh, medley. Went back and sat down, and bruh, it took me a while to eat because my mouth was dropped just from what I was seeing. Oh, I was a, like, there's they, no they fucking way this is going on. They have oh, a yeah, TV no, there was games on? over there. Bruh, there was five oh, TVs wow. going. At Whole Foods? Oh, yeah. Whole Foods is the shit. We got to go. They have, they have oh, uh, sh- Super Bowl parties there now. What? Since when? Bruh, <laughs> Whole Foods got, um, when I said they got bars, they got bars now. Like, niggas is going there drinking. Like, fuck going to the bar. We're going to Whole Foods. Man, we're going to Whole Foods to get drunk, bro. Yeah. Hell yeah. So, as I'm watching this, I'm like, yeah, as I'm watching this, I'm like, there's no fucking way this is going. I'm like, because you're still, again, for those who don't know nothing about March Madness, in its entire history before this night, there's never been a 16 seed that's overtook the number one seed. So, as you're, and there's been teams that have come close, you know, they have their spurts, but it's like, okay, Virginia's going to pick it up. They're going to figure it out. It's going to be that. But one thing about Virginia even though I wasn't paying attention, I still knew this about Virginia. They're a slow-ass playing team, which means they don't push the pace. They, they legit run them damn half-court offenses. So damn. now they're in a position where they're down seven, down nine. Oh, shit, they're down by 12 now. Y'all may want to pick up the pace. And what do these niggas do? They still run the slow-ass pace offense. So now UMBC is starting to catch a whole lot of momentum. And when I say they catch a momentum, bro, they out here diving for loose balls like it's the final loose ball to get. They out here... Just running smooth offenses and shooting threes in these niggas' eyes and hitting nothing but net. And Virginia's over on the bench looking shell shot. Once they, they look shell shot, I'm like, oh my happening. Yeah, and once they once they start showing the players looking shell shot, I'm like, oh my god, this is actually gonna happen. And the game keeps pushing on, and just when you think Virginia's about to come back, UMBC's like, ha, sorry niggas. And they go and kick back another run. Like it just kept going all the way to end. There's one thing about beating a top tier team. And you do it, you know, usually by like five or seven points. You know what I'm saying? It's not that big of a deal. Bruh, this game, the final was 74 to 54. Holy shit. Remember when I said that Virginia only allowed 50 to 54 points per game by their opposition? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. UMBC scored over 50 points in the second half alone. Well, that's what you get, you racist motherfuckers. That's what you get. God don't like ugly. Exactly. For those who remember, Charlottesville Rioters. It was on the campus of the University of Virginia, and shout out to Big Bro Jason as he 
so eloquently pointed out, it's only poetic justice the fact that they got beat by a backcourt of a black point guard and a Latino point guard. Hey, hey, hey. Look at God, man. Look at, Look at God. God. That's what you get. <laughs> like, my, like my homegirl Gian said, man, God just didn't want you to win. It's God delayed that shit from happening. So that's what right. the fuck you get, you racist motherfuckers. Right. And so, of course, when, once they got the victory, uh, of course, as you were saying, every like the Internet pretty much shut down at that point because everybody I remember sitting there. Everybody was just in disbelief as I'm laughing my ass off. And at that point, you're rooting for so your no, that's, to see that's how never happened goes. before. No, it's there. Yeah, yeah the, of course. I the number 16 seed is officially now, I believe, one and 135. In those games against the number See, one See, what happened in that game it's was the equi- incredible. What just happened ridiculous. in that game was, if I could take it to a wrestling analogy for all our wrestling fans that listen, some of them, mm-hmm. is it the equivalent of the one, two, three kid beat randomly beating Razor Ramon on Monday Night Raw? That's exactly what happened. That's exactly what happened. So, yeah, shit. That's crazy. That's a good one. That's actually. never. Well, I know it is. <laughs> I would I would say before this I would say before this one you had a several few that looked like when John Cena first made his entrance and almost took out Kurt Angle gone yeah like there was there were a few of those that that looked like that yes. they just couldn't get it done but of course like I said this one stopped the internet oh, yeah he slapped the shit out of him <laughs> um, shout out to UMBC they ended up losing by seven last night to Kansas State but I mean just the fact they even got to the second round is again it's incredible so you had their run. Then you got number 11, Loyola Chicago, in the South Division. And, bro, mm. they out here, they won off of back-to-back buzzer beaters. <laughs> wow. Guess and it's, it's so dope. It's so dope. They got this, uh, this 90-plus-year-old woman who's a, who she was actually a part of the team when – you remember watching uh, Glory Road? The Disney movie about the college team with all the black players when oh, they first yeah, won yeah, the first – Oh, yeah, 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 of course. Yeah, so this is the school. Oh, Wow. Um, there's a woman there. She's uh, she's known as Sister Jean. She was actually there when the team did it. She's still there, ninety plus, still kicking. Um, I forgot what her title is, but she is just as involved with that team, and they embrace her. She does uh, before game prayers, after game prayers, and get this: she sends an email out to the entire team after the game, just congratulating just on their performance. Then she'll go back and send individual emails to each player, just you know, congratulating them on little achievements that they did. Aww. So they they legit rally around Sister Jean. Let me tell you, some Sister Jean was out there on TV living her best life. <laughs> um, yeah, bro, they um, they got to the Sweet Sixteen. They're the first team, I believe. That's I don't know if they're the first team or the first team in a while, but the first team to get to the Sweet Sixteen off of back to back buzzer beaters under ten seconds. Like, the first game they won, they beat Miami off a legit buzzer beater. Like, that shit went in right as the buzzer hit. And then I forgot who they played last night, but they hit that three with, I think, three seconds left. Wow. And then stormed, stormed the court. Or Tennessee, I believe. Think, no, no, no. no I'm, whoever they played. It whoever they lost. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, shouts out to them. You had a couple number sevens kicking number two's asses. And unfortunately, it kind of fucked up everybody's. There's a difference between getting your bracket destroyed and then there's getting your bracket fucked up and getting murked. obliterated, getting curb stomped. Yeah, yeah. Eighteen percent had their shit fucked up when UMBC killed Virginia. Then you got to last night and yesterday, just in general, all hell broke loose. Number seven, Texas A&M. Guess what they did to North Carolina? Destroyed they them. Whooped that ass. Double digit killed lead them though? by twenty-one points. Sheesh. And then you have number seven, Nevada. Nevada trailed the entire game. 
<laughs> I changed the channel because I'm like, I ain't gonna watch this. Like, whatever. Mm-hmm. I ended up changing it back just to see if the if it was over. And I'm like, I'm like, when the fuck Nevada tied this game? Yeah, Nevada came back and they beat Cincy by two points. Wow. So they yeah they advanced to the Sweet 16. You got Florida State. They beat out another so another number one drop down because Florida State then took out Xavier by five points. Wow. Syracuse. <laughs> yes. Syracuse out here living their best life off of that zone defense. Um, had a forgettable season, but shit, at the number 11, fuck it. They was like, well, we're going to fuck your bracket up, too. They took out number three, Michigan State, and I have to believe Michigan State was a top three team that everybody had winning the bracket. Wow. And then to throw it in Michigan State's face, you got number three, Michigan, who they won on a buzzer beater by a freshman who had only played 11 minutes going into uh, yesterday's or Saturday's game. Wow. And they knocked off uh, number six, Houston, and the reason why he played so much was because... I believe he plays point guard, and the point guard who was ahead of him, he was injured, so they had to put him in. Wow. And then you got, yeah, and then you got number five, Clemson, who mud-stomped the fuck out of number four, Auburn. This wasn't really an upset because number four and number five, they're so close, it doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. It was, I just put this on just how bad this ass-whooping was. These dudes was tied at 13, I believe. They were tied at 13. Mm-hmm. At halftime, the score was 43 to 19. What the fuck? These niggas went on a 30-6 to six run. And when I say they went on a 30-6 run, nigga, they was clowning. They were shooting threes from the fucking logo. And them Damn. shits was hitting nothing but net. Well, fucking Steph Curry with it, huh? Yes. Wow. And I was like, bro, this is too, this too much. And then, of course, you had, so Duke advanced on. You, you got the teams like them, Gonzaga, a few others. They went out and advanced on. Uh, the school with Oklahoma, from Oklahoma that had that cat, Trey Young, I've been telling you about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that nigga shot them out the tournament. They lost as a result of him. Um, but overall, I mean, shit, just madness. Fuckery everywhere. Madness. <laughs> so pretty much Ridiculous. at this point, everyone's bracket is destroyed. Oh, it's, it's, it's got to be. Just like even if, you, even if you're who you have to win is still in it, your shit's fucked up at this point. Like, you're, you're hanging on by a thread. There's no way in hell anybody's brackets is looking as accurate as it should. See, this is why it's we need crazy. To, this is why we need to hit up Doc Brown, create a time machine, go forward, like, pretty much go forward in time during the next March Madness and just see how everything plays out. Then go back to when the brackets come out and just put our votes in and shit so we can get a million dollars. Easy. You feel me? Oh, no. We got we to gotta hit up that Warren Buffett and get That's that That's what food. I meant. That's what I meant. The Warren Buffett one. Yeah. 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 Not for sure. Yeah, they'll probably, they'll probably get us killed, man. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How did you know that? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're going to do us like Nipsey said how they did Dr. Sebi. Um, yeah, so that covers the first week. That's just the first weekend of March Madness. We still got the Sweet 16, the Elite Eight this weekend to get through. Yeah. So we'll see how that, how that plays yeah, out. I but, of course, it. at this point, everybody starts fading out. They've already had their bracket madness. Now everybody's just trying to watch and find some good games. So pretty much, and in separate news, like on side note, as I'm watching this right now because I have Monday Night Raw on at the moment, Mark Henry's going to get inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame. I actually saw that before we went on air. Yeah. Congrats to him. Yeah, he does it Con- well like, Seriously, congrats. Yeah, definitely. Well deserved. If you remember, if, I remember him just as the the big muscle for the Nation of Domination. Yep, Sexual Chocolate, the Hall of Fame, mm-hmm. Three Six Mafia did his theme song. So. Yep. You know, shout out to Mark Henry. Well deserved. He really he knew when to hang it up and he knew when to get Nadi inducted him. So, you know. Oh yeah. Shout out. Sure. Yeah, big, major props going. Shout out Black to Black Excellence. Black Excellence indeed. He deserved to go out headstrong and shit too. 
But <laughs> yeah, speaking of now, well, we go into some fuckery. We go from yeah, black excellence to black infamacy. Black when I ignorance. say that March, yeah, when I thank you, black ignorance. Mm-hmm. When I say March has been just a wild month and has been as a wild of a month as I can remember, it's been pretty fucking wild. And those who know what I'm talking about, let me tell you a story that done happened on Twitter. Here Buzz we go. Me. Thank you. Now, I don't know names. I don't really give a fuck to know names because that's not important. But everybody knows when you send your girl or just spring break, everybody wants to flock to Miami. And everybody knows when your girl talking about, I'm just going with my girls, gee, you probably lost her. And there's nothing you can really do about it. And as much of it, as much as it is just a horrifying story that anybody has to experience, we all experienced it firsthand. And it was some shit that popped off. Mm-hmm. So this cat who goes, his Twitter handle's Casanova, uh, he just posted a video, just ran a video, just like, man, I was living wild in Miami. And it's just, this girl was twerking in front of him in a bikini. He's smacking and, her yeah, ass. smacks her ass and all that other shit. Yeah, I saw right. it. Um, and usually at that, it's just like, all right, cool, no big deal. Until the shit hits drama. So apparently, well, not apparently, this is actually what happened. Oh. She, sends, she sends him a DM talking about, can you please take the video down? That's me. And he just sent it back just laughing like, why, you got a man? She's like, nah, I just don't want it seen. And he was like, but it's my video. And she's like, fine, whatever. And then he scrolls down her timeline and lo and fucking behold, yeah, she yep. got a man. And of course, she didn't want to admit it. Oh, that's not my man. That's my friend. That's what I don't get about women sometimes. When y'all get caught, y'all will deny, deny, deny until yep. shit hits the fan. Like, you will deny until her curtain comes out. It's evidence saying, oh, this is my boo. Y'all kissing up and you say, oh, that's not my friend. Oh, that's just, that's just my friend. It's nothing serious. Right. Why now, do they do that? I don't know. Because the thing of it is, is that what makes all this interesting, you really couldn't see her face. So you really didn't know who the hell she was. So exactly. Possibly, it was a situation where, unless it was somebody that knew exactly who she was, mm-hmm. she probably could have gotten away with it. But, because she had, well, what's the, the term I'm looking for? Let's she see. felt guilty. Thank you. Because she had con- a conscious and knew that she was in the wrong. And it was she on the internet and, and she up. got scared because she thinks her man is going to see it. Right. So she, she in her little basic mind, she was going to DM him and say, yo, can you take that down? Please. And everything was going to be cool. Mm-hmm. Basic However, ass. Yeah. However, when he put the screenshot of the DM on, Black Twitter went into Detective Twitter, and my God Almighty, all hell broke loose. They found her Twitter account. They found out because she's a YouTuber as well. Oh, wow. That makes it even funnier. Yeah. So they went and they was commenting on her shit. They found her boyfriend's page. He's he's a football player. Damn. Um, Not not in the NFL. He's a fellow college player. But they was going on. Bruh, I, I swear to God. A nigga put the picture of Killmonger on and was like, "Is this your queen?" Nigga. Yep, I remember. Yes. Bro, I saw that. And at that point, I was like, "There's no going back from this shit." And they both of them put their accounts on private. Then it turned into a whole situation where Katz is clowning, talking about, "Yeah, I think big business went up." And he was like, "Yeah, so my girl told me she going to Miami. She checking in early, but you know everything's gonna be okay." You know what I'm saying? Just everybody throwing scenarios around like that. It was just, bruh. Oh yeah. yeah, oh yeah. It was, this is why you never out your L's on social media because they were destroy you. The timeline does Bruh. not have love for nobody. Nobody. That's why you should never air out your L's, man. Never. 
No, you know, at thing all. Is, everyone's gonna forget about this within two weeks. But you know, these jokes are still and gonna fly. But they're gonna forget about it. They're gonna forget about it until next March. <laughs> <laughs> and also, everybody, gonna, everybody, everybody gonna look for part two. <laughs> and also, not only that, that was the only thing that was online. That this all last week, man. Shit was going on in Miami, man. I was seeing videos. I was seeing like this one video of these people in the elevator fucking in the elevator with a whole yep, bunch of people that. looking. Then there was another one was, of these dudes all grabbing up on this white girl's titties, bringing her titties out, sucking on them and shit like that, all on the beach. And then another one of this dude eating, like licking at, licking like cream off this chick's ass and shit like that just a whole bunch of yeah. just fuckery and then another video of this, of this girl sucking this dude's dick and, the, and her friends watching and it's like what I, I expect this from white people man but our people come on now y'all oh, should I'm not surprised I'm not surprised you know about Freak Nick right you know about Freak Nick back in his heyday I, I know but yeah not, yeah, social media wasn't around back then but right but the nigga that was, that was the thing too everybody was joking around with that they was like it's all fun and games. Do you remember your mama and your auntie was getting captured on one of these? And they had the big ass uh, camcorders. Mm-hmm. And they used to get around in the nineties. Yeah, but that shit didn't <laughs> spread to millions of people all around the world and shit. Oh yeah, but I'm saying nothing. Nothing's, nothing's changed. It's just the only thing that's changed is the accessibility. Jeez, man, that's that's videos, man. Whatever. Yeah. So uh, the moral of the story is, is if your girl tell you she going to Miami, that's not your girl. <sighs> That's not Fuck your girl that. no more, G. No, no. What's worse? I'm going to Miami. I'm going to Vegas. I'm going to All-Star Weekend. I'm going to a Trey Songs concert. I'm going to a, well, I don't think a Trey Songs concert because since he'd be slapping bitches up. But we get to that later. Yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll get to that later. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah, if, if your girl is sitting courtside and she's, going, and she's getting a round trip to Miami or going to certain places, like, for free, or not for free, just randomly, and so, oh, I'm just yeah, with my not- friends. That ain't your girl, bro. Nah, that, that's not your girl, G. She used what, what's a worse? What's worse is, I definitely got to be Miami. At least Vegas, it's kind of the unwritten law, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Everything's kind of out in the open. It's 24-7. Miami is that joint where everybody kind of looks forward to that. So, or you know, All-Star I'll, Weekend. We're All-Star or, Weekend. Ooh, no matter what, no matter where at. Oh, I'm going. I'm just All Star Weekend could be in Wyoming. I'm just saying scenario. If there's a team in Wyoming, I'm going. You to, know what though? <laughs> I'll, I'll say I'll still say Spring Break in Miami is worse because at least when it comes to All Star Weekend, at the very least you could say, "Hey man, what, what you want me to say? She got chose by a nigga that's on." You know what I'm saying? Like at, at the very least, I know it ain't gonna help, but at the very least. You know, like Riley said, it's like, you know, all you do is just say, hey, I mean, in the words, I mean, you, you, you could have said Omarion, but Usher, nah, that, that's not your girl no more. Or in the words of fucking The Wire or Pavy, too, the game is the game. Yeah, that's that's what it is. Yeah, but, but Miami, mm-hmm. you get chose by any nigga named Casanova out here smacking cheeks and pretending to lick ass. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and it gets put on Twitter. So, I mean, you know, I, I think that's that's worse. Hey, man, niggas just love airing out their W's and their L's. It just people can't keep their mouth shut, man. Oh, yeah. We got mm. L's to talk about later. Mm. For, for sure, for sure. Well, speaking of videos, a lot of music videos dropped last week or around this week. Mm-hmm. I think the most talked about video, the most viral video is the return of Lil Dicky. And I remember Dicky. Pause. Pause. What's the way you just said that? <laughs> hey, that's Lil Dicky. <laughs> I didn't say it in, in singular uh, form. That's his name, Lil Dicky. I know. Which, I'm not I know. saying pause after the nigga's name. No, but <laughs> nah, anyway, Lil Dicky came back 
Lil Dicky came back into the um, to rap because he's I guess he was on a hiatus and he dropped his music video return called Freaky Friday. Now the concept of this video or the song is really really smart. Pretty much he's talked about this concept before, but the pretty much the whole concept is him and Chris Brown switch bodies. So Chris Brown is singing from the perspective of Lil Dicky and and Chris and. Lil Dicky is rapping from the perspective of Chris Brown in his body, which is really, really right. smart. And it was produced by DJ Mustard. By DJ Mustard. Mustard on the beat. Oh. I guess he goes by Mustard now, supposedly. Yeah. But whatever. Okay. Yeah, whatever. But the song low key slaps. <laughs> the video is really creative. And just, the, of course, the best, the most viral part of that song was when Chris Brown goes, I, I can't say the N word. Maybe I can say the N word. <laughs> <laughs> what up, my what? nigga? What up, my nigga? Big ups, my nigga. We up, my nigga. You pussy, pussy ass, ass nigga. Man, fuck, fuck y'all, y'all niggas. Because I'm, I'm that nigga, 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 nigga. I'm, I'm that nigga. nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I started rolling, even though he is still a fuckboy. That shit was hilarious. And oh. you know the co- you know was you know the thing about it is there's only one person who could have performed that, and it's Chris Brown. He mm-hmm. he just he has that charisma where he can be goofy as himself like yeah. he played that shit perfect like you actually believe Lil Dicky was in his body yeah like, he played that shit out he knew it was a joke he wasn't gonna take himself seriously he had fun with it I can actually respect and commend him for that yeah. again we, we've already discussed so many times so I don't even need to go through it his personal life is his personal life but this artistry stuff he's got it yeah he, he got what he needed to do and Bruh, the hook in itself was I played that I actually downloaded and I played that shit in the car and I was like, oh this knock, I gotta run this shit back a couple more times. Exactly, because yeah. that's just Chris Brown. I woke up in Chris, Chris Brown's, Brown's body. body. <laughs> Somehow this shit turned into Freaky Friday. Yeah. And then when it gets to the bridge, I'm in Chris Brown's body. I'm it's in. Freaky Friday. That's Chris Brown, man. I'm right his Ferrari. Lil Dicky. I'm light skin black. <laughs> Lil Dicky has <laughs> hits, man. He, uh, anno- if you guys want to admit it or not, you can take him serious as a rapper, which he is a good rapper, by the way. I and, like him as a rapper. Yeah, he's pretty damn good. But that white boy, he got hits. He got that Fetty Wap song. He got this song. And you said yeah. he has one other song, right? I think he does, yeah. Well, I mean, he's got the one with where uh, Snoop's in it, but I don't know if it's a party record. But that's oh no, it's not. Beat. It's not a. It's not a party record. It's a really good. It's a really creative ass out. It's a really creative ass record. But right, yeah. Oh man, but shout out to Lil Dicky, man. Oh yeah, and he also he said he talked about this concept because that's that's why when I saw the video, I was like, oh, he finally did it because he did an yeah. interview a few, I think a years, a few years ago, or whatever. Well, he talked about this concept, but the person the person he originally wanted was Young Thug. Right, that would have been. Then, yeah. yeah, and then it was it was funny just the ending of it too. So before we get into the actual ending, I thought it was dope how when they did transition back, he mm. got he got his little choreograph on. You know what I'm saying? Oh, he was doing yeah. the dance steps. He was gigging to his shit. Like I like that. And then all of a sudden it jumps to Ed Sheeran, and I was like, wait, what? Yeah. And then it went to DJ Khaled. Like, why am I yelling? <laughs> and then it went to Kendall Jenner. And one thing I don't know how you felt about it, but that's all. That shit was funny. Like, yeah, I was like, y'all too tough on Kendall, man. Like, that shit was low-key funny. And that was actually a little dicky when you think about it. Just, let me just jump in a woman and then just go say, I'm going to play with my vagina. I think yeah. y'all just was upset it was Kendall. But the yeah. thing it was, was the shit, the shit was funny to me. I thought it was hilarious. I thought it was funny too, man. That shit was hella then, funny. Yeah. But then, you know, as, as we pointed out, the highlight with asking if he could say nigga, all these think pieces came up talking about this is harmful to black people. Yada yada yada, and my whole thing is, y'all niggas just need to have fun, man. Like, 
fuck out of here. Yeah, they, they they were looking too deep into it. Like Charlamagne was even saying, this is like the creative way little dicky can get white people to say nigga. And I was just like, what? So you niggas thinking too deep into it. Even DJ Booth, yeah. someone wrote an article about how it was toxic or whatever. And I, I forgot the writer's name. It wasn't Yo. It was some other person. But it was just like, man, just in the words of fucking Richard Pryor that he told Jamie Foxx, How's you have, why don't you all just have... No, not Jamie Foxx. What, what Richard Pryor told Eddie Murphy. Why don't you have a Coke and a smile and shut the fuck up? <laughs> pretty fucking much, man. That's I mean, just sort of, have fun. It's okay to have fun and laugh at some shit. But at the y'all same gotta time... gotta take it that damn serious. At the same time, when I'm in a club and they play that record, I will sure as hell look at them white folks. <laughs> when you that bark comes look, on. <laughs> but you know what it is? I look at it the same way that... Marlon and Sean did it in White Chicks when yeah. they had the, the chicks. Say, like, it's come on, man. Just, it, it, it's like, it could have been worse. Lil Dicky could have been in blackface. Exactly. So. He was respectful. He, he knew. He knew how to play, he played, played his role. Mm. It is what it is. Like, that's definitely going to be on our radar for top video of the year for sure. Mm, song, too. Song's pretty creative. So Definitely. YG did a Sue Whoop video and it was really gangster. So woke. So woke. Really gangster. My bitch. My cool. Nothing really right at home. It was just straight and to the point. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't see the Big Crip videos, the 1999 video. Big Crip video was dope. I enjoyed it. It looked like him and Lloyd had a bunch of fun. They came in in a DeLorean hey. back to October 1999. Had some girls there. Crit actually came back with all golds in his mouth to pay <laughs> homage to No Limited Cash Money. And shit. What you say? Shit. Just dope record. (laughs) Dope record, dope visuals. Girls were shaking ass and niggas was having fun. I mean, it was just a really good record. I enjoyed it. Now, the highlight of all these, aside from Lil Dicky, I guess Lil Dicky's and Chris Brown's was more so just to kind of get reactions, have fun with it. Yeah. But the actual highlight as far as something that could be taken, like, okay, this is a legit song, legit video. We got Migos and Drake, Walk It Talk It. That video was funny as hell. I have to give it as much as I like ragging on Drake because I I do just to piss you motherfuckers off. I really do. (laughs) I don't know. Again, as a side note, again, if you guys listen to this shit, it's always the same people that come in my mentions when I'm very critical of Drake and y'all keep using the same people. Eminem, Kendrick, and Michael. Like Joker says, you have nothing to use that on. (laughs) To use all your strength. All your energy. (laughs) It's not going to defect me. It's just... Damn, it's always the same people. That's why I do it, because it's fun. But as for the video... Yeah, J- yeah. just side note real quick. I mean, if y'all keep wanting to just throw an Eminem in his face, just go back and listen to episode, what, 69? The last Is episode the of last year? The last episode of last Before year. For the Illies? Yeah. yeah. The revival? Yeah, the revival episode. Yeah, just go back. There's nothing you can say to Busby <laughs> at all. I remember, I remember somebody had told you, well, at least he's not dead. Like, at least Drake's not dead like Michael Jackson. And I'm like, what the fuck's that supposed to do? Like... That's yeah. supposed to get you upset or something? That, was, that just gave me more energy to keep trolling you. <laughs> Shit, but yes, but, oh, but yeah, the but the man. video they got they did they pretty much was so trained pretty much. Kind of reminded me of ODB's yeah. um, "Baby I Got Your Money" video. Yeah, Jamie Foxx actually had a dope ass cameo. <laughs> yep, that was that was funny. That was cool. And I, yeah, it's just niggas put on some afros and they was rocking the the choreographed two step. Mm-hmm. Like I talk. 
Yeah. Like I talk Quavo doing the popping popping and locking and shit. But the best yeah. part, again, I have to admit, was Drake when he came out into Jerry Curl. Yes. And he did a yeah. reminiscence of a Michael and Prince or some shit. I don't know what he was doing. But the way he was rapping, he was rapping like he was singing a song. I'm like, I'm like, dude, you need to go up in Hollywood already, man. Just fuck it. Yeah. Well, nah, that was that was def- that's gonna contend on our list for video of the year as well. I, I enjoyed the fuck out of that video. Yeah. It's awesome. Speaking of, let me stay on Drake for a minute. Yeah, I'm gonna talk about him, stupid motherfuckers. <laughs> God's plan is for its eighth week. It's still number one on the charts. That's yeah. crazy. Still, yeah, yeah, respect to it. Yeah, my energy. Yeah, my prediction just went down the fucking toilet. Like it did. It really went all the way down the damn toilet. Like what? It's five times platinum now. Like it's gonna go diamond by the end of the year. That it is. I guess, Aubrey. You suck. (laughs) Your predictions suck. Your predictions (laughs) suck. Shut up. But um, <laughs> stay on Drake again. I guess the video game culture was all excited one random Saturday. It was, it was a Saturday. It was on a weekday. I forgot what day. But yeah. Drake just went online and he decided to play Fortnite. Now, have you what heard of this game? Fortnite? It's a free game on PlayStation 4 and online games. And you just dress up. You dress up like ninjas or whatever. And you build a fort. Something like that. You kind of randomly build forts. And you just start shooting niggas. Like a third person, it's, it's like a third person game or whatever. It's like an online gaming shit. So yeah, that's why I stick to two games. I stick to that 2K and I stick to that Grand Theft Auto. That's see, it. I'm not, I'm not a gaming person like that. I just like games that have like stories to it, that tell right. stories and like a movie and it's interactive and it plays and sport, sporting games. This is like an online game, and I'm not really into online games unless it's Madden or 2K or whatever. But it got right. really popular. I've, I've watched someone actually play the game, and they're really, really, like, focused and shit like that. Like, But anyway, Drake was playing with this guy named Ninja or something. He's, like, a well-known online person. And Twitter just lost its fucking mind. And the online gaming culture really logged on to the Twitch because he was on Twitch. And they literally watched Drake play video games and him just talking. And Travis Scott came in and Juju from the um, Steelers came in and started playing. And it was like, oh, my God, this is so amazing. And I'm the only one sitting there like this nigga really does have you by the palm of his fucking hands. That's juice, man. Drake has that. He has. He literally has these people by the palm of his hands. No matter yeah. what, he that's that's power right there. That's that, unlimited power. Like people, and that's funny. Everyone got on me when I said that shit. Like, are oh, you always mad at what Drake's <laughs> like, Just like how I have you at the palm of my hand every time I mention that nigga's name. Okay. Basically. Okay. But I was, I, it was yeah. just, it's, it was amazing. Like, this nigga really has the juice like that. Now, if he would tell you guys to go out and vote, will you guys go out and vote? Mm. Nope. No, yeah, yeah, they would. Well, 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 well maybe, because, but would it count? Because he's from Canada, so. But I'm just saying, if he really actually used his voice you know, for something, I don't know, good, and talk about some real shit instead of always getting fucked over or how much he, like, he, how he loves his bed and his mom, then, you know, he might have some influence. Kind of like another rapper that we know. Man, that's actually cool. That was what? a smooth transition. That was a nice transition. I know, right? Props to you. That was awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bow Wow. <laughs> <laughs> 
Bow Wow. Yeah, there's. Uh, no, that's let's, your let's boy. Talk about, let's talk about. Let's talk about Bow Wow. That's your boy. See, I like following Bow Wow only because. See, I know. I, the only Bow Wow I recognize is Lil Bow Wow. I don't know this nigga. You don't, you don't know, yeah, you don't know the nigga Shad Moss. Nope. Um, I follow Bow Wow just because it's like a Greek tragedy. But it's just so funny, you can't help but just tune in. Like, that's why that's why I watch. Just because it's like, nigga, you were supposed to be here, but you clearly just. Bow Wow could have been, been Drake, flat out. Yeah, he could have been Drake. He could have. No Before bullshit. Drake. He really could have. Yeah. Um, so he drops a, a record in a video called Drunk Off Ciroc. It was actually pretty respectable. I liked and, it. And do you think I watched it? Draymond, do you think I watched it? No. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, we, we know that. Mm-hmm. Um, it was respectable. I, it's it's how I describe it is it's not something you're gonna necessarily drop all your plans to to look into. It's definitely not gonna be something that's really gonna be memorable past a week or so. But for the time being and for what it was, I can applaud some. It, it served its purpose. Mm. Covered on some covered some ground talking about you know how he left Cash Money went back to So So Def and all that good jazz. But unfortunately for him, that's actually why he wasn't in the news this week. <laughs> and in actuality, I will actually defend him in the sense of he got a cheap shot. And he got sucker punched. I don't but know wasn't where. he talking? Sh- wasn't he talking shit on that song? Like be- sending subliminals out to Chris Brown and other people on that shit? No, he didn't send a subliminal. He made it perfectly clear. Like Chris, you still my little brother. I love you. I really don't. It's. It's painful to me that we beefing or we, we can be out in public cool, but deep down, you know, we got some issues going on. And Chris Brown's and like, he, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's just, like, that's what I'm saying. Once you have a week to let it die down, it's like, wait a minute, huh? Y'all was actually beefing? Like, that's actually news of Chris Brown. And then he made it a point. He goes, man, that's crazy. Oh, wait, I forgot. That's not what we said. Oh, that's brazy. And I was like, huh? Okay, bro. For sure. Maybe he did say something to future I didn't catch because I only watched the shit once and I was like, eh, it was alright. And I was gone off that slurricane. You were drinking. Um, that's I could just have this image of you just drinking some slurricane watching a little bow wow video. Yeah. Okay. That's that's pretty much how yeah, that's pretty much how I describe my, my video watching experiences. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's, that's pretty fucking accurate. I will definitely say that. You on point, Busby. You got uh, it. Okay. Um yeah, so I don't know if he said anything slick about Future in the song, but apparently one of Future's affiliates caught him behind stage somewhere, and he cold-clocked him and knocked him out. And hmm. I will say, I am all for fuckery, but I am for fuckery when you catch somebody when they looking and ready to go to war. Like, it's a whole different scenario when you're talking with somebody and then you throw hands versus you just run up on the nigga he don't see. You know what I'm saying? You, that, that's, I, I don't stand by that. You got to give them five, You got to give a person a fighter's chance first. That's all I'm saying. I guess. But I, I mean, whatever on that shit, whatever. But the reason why I also like <laughs> listening to Bow Wow, <laughs> uh, my boy Mel's from the Two Bells podcast and the RNC, what up, dog? RNC radio and all that. He, a few, I think, was it last week, two weeks ago? He posted a playlist of the what, what was it called? The Legend of Shade Moss, and it was a playlist. Shad Moss, Shad Moss, yeah. and it was a playlist of all of Bow Wow's or Lil Bow Wow's. Best records, like his greatest hits, and he went in mm-hmm. depth. He he put songs I haven't heard in for years on there, and I was listening to it when it was a little bow wow. I was jamming to that shit. I was like, damn, this boy did have hits until it got to bow wow to the bow wow songs, and then I got annoyed. 
You so cold, bro. Like you, you legit. You, you so remember? Cold, you remember New Jack City Part Two? Why did yes. he? Why did he call it New Jack City Part Two? First of all, I don't know. I don't care because all I remember about that was hole in my basement. I hated that fucking song. You you can you can focus on that, but I'm gonna tell you something. I done had some experiences to pole in my basement. I'm gonna just leave it at that because I'm a change man now. Um, <laughs> you get in trouble. I want you to get into trouble now. No, nah, no. Nah, she she's that's that's one thing I love about Larissa. Like she she just is she just is uh, was I don't want to say out there, but fuck. What's the term I'm looking for? We were just describing it the other day. It's something inappropriate. Thank you. She just as inappropriate as I am. But we, we Jay, we get each other's humor, so she ain't gonna trip off of it. But yeah, Paul in my basement. Um, what was it? He, I think he had another track with T Pain on there. Not uh, uh, no, flirt, uh, no, it was uh, that was R Kelly. Was that it? Like, flirt? Hold up, wait a minute. Was no, it? no, uh, I'm a flirt with one with R Kelly. That was yeah, one no, R no, Kelly what, kicked him off. But the one uh, can't get you no, out of my but system. Was it on New, no, hold up, hold up. Now we gotta research it. Was it on New Jack? Hang on. What? I'm pretty sure it was. What? I'm a flirt? Yeah, I want to say it was. I'm a flirt or what? Yeah, I'm a flirt. I'm a flirt. No, I'm a flirt. Part one was on another part. It wasn't on New Jack City part two. I remember. I would have saw it. Are you sure? I'm pretty positive. It came out around the same time. I know, but I just remember. Yeah, you're right. Because I'm a flirt came out at 2007. Mm -hmm. That was. See, we're about me being cold. R. Kelly took Bow Wow's own song and kicked him off and called it the remix. And added other niggas yeah, instead of Bow Wow. That was cold, but that was cold, but he still had to pay Bow Wow. So at least he had that. But still, Bow Wow can't even claim it. You can get that money, but you can't perform it or claim it. Yeah, that's a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a bitch, man. You fucked up, man. Hey, man. You're out here pissing on little kids, both literally and figuratively. That was some cold shit. And filmed the video for it. <laughs> that T.I. and all the niggas in it. And yeah, that's that's why that's why it's Properly titled The Legend of Shad Moss. You know, and <laughs> such a Greek tragedy, but you can't yeah, but it was a good, yeah, but the playlist was dope. Shout out to, shout out to Mel's for that, because he went E and, sure. and he mixed it great. And I was listening to mm-hmm. him like, damn. And, and it, it drove me back to go back to watching old Lil Bow Wow videos, like the Ghetto Girls video. And I was like, yep. this nigga really was huge back then. Bruh, I know you remember like me. Remember when Hardball came out and they was flirting with him? Sammy, Lil yeah, Wayne, Lil and Lil Rascals. Zane as the Lil Rascals. Remember yeah. they were flirting with that? Man. Yeah. That song really aged badly, though. <laughs> Some of, of them songs did. really aged badly. Speaking <laughs> of, of songs that aged badly, if I could, like, doesn't have nothing to do with nothing. I was watching random WWE stuff, and I was watching the lead up to WrestleMania 17, and Limp Biscuit's uh-huh. My Way was the main theme song for that shit, right? So I decided because. I, no, I, that's I'm God Almighty. So I was like, you know what? I'm gonna go back and listen to some Limp, Limp Biscuit, and I decided to listen to the hot, the what's it called, the hot, the chocolate starfish and the hot dog flavored water. When I was a kid, okay. I blasted the shit out of that shit because it was like early 2000, you know, pop, rock, pop, rock, rap, all that shit was hella huge. I lo- I fell in love with Rolling because it was Undertaker's theme song. The whole album was pretty rolling, dope. Rolling, 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 rolling. You remember the remix with Method Man, Red Man, and DMX? Oh, you don't yeah, remember that? Good. Yeah. And then In Together Now with Method Man. Like, yeah, that was Chocolate Starfish. I used to blast the shit out of that. 2018, I'm a grown-ass man. I try to re-listen to that shit. Oh, my <laughs> God, that shit was trash. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Y'all know y'all be loving this shit right here. L-I-M-P. Biscuit is right here. Like, what? Why do you... Because we don't care. Because people in the house put their 
hand in the air cause you don't care and we don't care. <laughs> oh fuck. I hope you know as this is going on, it's playing in the background. I hope you understand. <laughs> oh, I hope you playing it. Cause they were playing because my way was the only good highlights of that song was my way, which was the WrestleMania 17 song. Um, Boiler. That was another dope song. And there was like one other song. Oh, yeah, my way, boiler, and fuck, there was another song. It hands don't up, matter. Hands down, tell me oh, what the rolling remix. Now. The rolling remix. That was yeah. it. Hands up, the hands down. Keep rolling, 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 breathe rolling. Down, breathe out. What you gonna do now? Just People the whole Fred Durst epidemic, man. I just got. God damn. <laughs> he was everywhere at one point. <laughs> If you are a if you are some years younger than us and you this is the, the social media era is actually your era from when you graduated high school and shit. I feel bad for y'all because y'all have missed it by a few five or six years. That fucking 2001 2002 time. God, there was some shit that we was, celebrate and there's some shit we just buried no, to he, the fucking no, ground. No, Limp Biscuit was he was good from like '99. The early 2001. After that, they kind of faded away for a bit. They kind of made no, a comeback. No, but that's what I'm saying. No, no I'm just saying in, just in general, from like 01 to 04, there's some highlights we bring up. There's some other shit that we just, we try not to talk about. <laughs> Unfortunately, Busby brought them niggas up, so now we got to talk about the shit. I know. It was just, it just, it just popped up in my head because I was just, I was really just listening to them and I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> like, I really like this when I was a kid. I'm like, this is bad. Like, and yeah. then Fred Durst was really bad. I remember rock fans really did not like them niggas because they were sellouts. No. And I remember right. like, he ain't a sellout. Then I remember when he jumped on stage with Christina Aguilera performing with him. I'm like, oh, that is some sellout shit. And then he yeah. goes, on, and then he goes on MTV saying, uh, and goes on MTV said, oh, I just did it for the Nookie. And then Christina Aguilera said, you didn't hit this. I'm like, damn. And <laughs> it's like, what? Like that? Oh, he was such a sick. I did it all for the Nookie. Come oh, on, the Man, that song was dope. So I can get the cookie. It's the it up your ass. <laughs> that song was dope. Play the chorus for that. Uh, hell no, I playing that shit. Fuck out of here. I'm no, trying to lose no damn limp biscuit. I, I don't know how we can subway to that, but Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> Go from the whitest of white to the blackest black of black. Black is a black, man. We gotta, we gotta from light to from light to dark. Nice segue. Nice hell segue. Yeah. Props so, off to you. No, I know y'all be loving this Atlanta right here. <laughs> why, he, why did he rap like that? Because <laughs> if you don't care, Damn. then we don't care. Yeah, one, two, three, top two, to the six. Fuck with all your dick and the lip biscuit. So where the fuck you rap, punk? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I mean, pump this track up. Throw your hands up. <laughs> throw your, throw oh your hands God. up. This shit was so bad. <laughs> <laughs> It was so bad. I remember this rumor came out that fucking they're gonna do a Limp Biscuit biopic and John Travolta was gonna play Fred Durst. I, I saw that too and I was like, kill that shit right now. <laughs> yeah, they got killed. Don't do it. They're gonna Don't do, do it. Do it. that old they're gonna do fucking Limp Biscuit biopics. Fred oh, Durst man. had that much of an interesting life. <sighs> hey, we Atlanta. got past, so we'll go see it. <laughs> I ain't gonna see that shit, but Atlanta. Let's talk about Atlanta. Oh, Atlanta. Clark County. Gotta hit him go with the Yoo-hoo. Yoo-hoo. Gotta hit them all with a yoo-hoo. I yeah, really, so we purposely we we missed talking about it last week just that way we weren't talking about it every single episode. Let it build up a power. few times. Unless it's power. Oh, well, we got it. We got to talk about power, bro. You know, that, unless it's quick. power, because power has a whole story. Atlanta is just misadventures of earning them. Right. Um, episode two. You said you really weren't feeling it. The first I half. The, the first half. Episode. I was laugh, laughing my ass off. The second half. I was eh. 
Yeah, so the first half of episode two, which was... Remember how that shit starts off when he goes to re-up from his supplier and the nigga robs him? But mm-hmm. then he does it so politely and so apologetically, like, I'm sorry, bro, I'm going to pay you back. But you got a new single out. You going to get paid for that shit. <laughs> but no, nigga, I ain't going to get paid for this shit. <laughs> <laughs> and then when he had to go meet up at the, the label and pretty much <sighs> we kind of figured out as a community that Clark County is kind of this hybrid of Chance the Rapper and Bobby Shmurda and I think Lil Yachty as well. Mm. But he's pretty much the face like Chance the Rapper. And how they did it is so fucking funny. It's just just funny as fuck. Um, So you said you fell off on the second half. Second half for me, I was laughing my ass off, especially how they introduced Tracy. Yeah. And how I best describe it, and shout out to whoever's running the official Atlanta Twitter account, because they were liking, retweeting my shit off that for episode two. How I described it was, Tracy is just your kin's wild ass, ain't got no home training ass partner, mm-hmm. but you got to roll with it now too, because now he's part of the clique, so fuck it. Yeah. And that's exactly that's exactly what happened. They went to Foot Locker, and this nigga talking about, yo, I'm about to leave, I'm about to just take these. And he's like, what? And then when the employee came up and he goes, see, that's all he could do. He could just talk to me. He can't even chase me. And nigga just picked this shit up and rolled right the fuck out. I laughed so fucking hard at that part because I was like, working in retail? Yeah, that's pretty much all you can fucking do. You even have yep. to help them when they're still in the shit in front of you. There's nothing you can do about it. Yep. Or if you get fired if you try to fucking right. stop them. Unless, right. yeah. No from experience. Well, I'd never do it. They got they got me fucked right. up. If I'm going to chase some nigga down. <laughs> exactly. You pay me. And then, of course, how they... And then, of course, how they ended it with uh, Clark County getting the the ad for the Yoo-Hoo. And pretty much how he flipped it, just how they always do hip-hop, you know. Hit him with the dirty sprite, Yoo-Hoo! Hit him with the wrong back, Yoo-Hoo! Yoo-Hoo! <laughs> yeah. And that was supposed to be Chance, right? Yes. Yeah, because he got that fucking, um, what commercial did he get? That Kit Kat bar commercial? Yeah, so you got the Kit Kat, and of course, Lil Yachty with the Sprite. Mm-hmm. And then I brought up Schmurda earlier because when they were at the, the label building, of course, he's dancing and shucking and jiving on the fucking table. That's what I loved about that episode <laughs> when he was in the late. And I get, apparently, according to what they said, that happened to Donald Glover when he went into a, when he went into oh, a fucking God. label. He, he could, that kind of happened to him when they were all trying to be all fucking upstage and shit like that. So Yeah. And episode three. Which I thought was funny as hell throughout the whole shit. Pretty much, Earn finally gets, Earn and Paperboy get their first check, I guess, because their single went gold or platinum. Something. They they just, they getting paid. And pretty much how I sum this episode up is it's just hard for niggas out here to just try and stunt nowadays. Like, you can't even stunt in peace. Earn Earn couldn't use his $100 bill at the movies. (laughs) And then then the white person went up there, and as soon as he went to the white person, he showed his gun. He was like, okay. Yeah, I ain't gonna fuck around with this. Then they he tried goes, going to the hookah lounge. <laughs> the Nigerian person thought the shit was fake, and he was like, "It's not fake. Yes, it is. You did. It. You did something to it." He's like, "No, I didn't." And then when he finally kicks him out, the bouncer was like, "Yeah, we knew it wasn't fake, man. But you know, we don't want to get fired." So <laughs> <laughs> then they go to the strip. They, yeah, he has it all figured out because, of course, it's date night with him and uh, his girl and Van. So then he's like, "Well, fuck it. I'm gonna go somewhere where they know how to re- how to respect people." So then he calls up Al. He gets up Darius and Tracy. They all go to the strip club. And he still gets played out when he's there. 
<laughs> yeah, like strippers paying him out his money and shit like that. He's like, "What the fuck? I didn't. I, have, I thought this was just. Oh, this is just for the table, not the bottles." And he's just yeah, like, uh, oh, "Fucking God. twenty dollar lap dances for three seconds, shit like that." <laughs> and then he goes outside to the parking lot and he sees some niggas running, racing. It's like, "Oh, that's Michael Vick." And I was like, "Michael?" I was like, "Dang, they ain't got Michael Vick." And lo and fucking behold, they got Michael fucking Vick. So he's other racing niggas, <laughs> yeah, for money. <laughs> so then. He's like, oh, he old as hell. I can still beat him. Or he's like, I can beat him. And he was like, when he said, he said something. Was like, oh, he been doing this for this. Like, he's been racing niggas for six minutes, yeah, man. Yeah. I got yeah, this. Nigga, nigga was, yeah, nigga was like, oh yeah, he been yeah. He just there was like, why are they racing him? He's just like, man, I've been watching this for ten minutes. He done ran at least six races. Niggas just want to race him because it's Mike Vick. <laughs> so that so Michael Vick's like looking yeah, at that him. Ain't the most nigga. If that's not the most nigga shit ever, it's just you know you're gonna lose, but you just want to race him because it's Mike Vick. I mean, niggas would have you would have did it. Nah, hell no, I wouldn't have did that shit. Nah, I wouldn't you. have did that. Fuck that. So then, I would have filmed it. So then Ern was like, oh, I could do it. So then he's like, ready, set. And then it freeze frames and he does some old Rocky-inspired music playing. <laughs> and then it just cuts to Ern and his girl sitting in the car. And then he's all pissed off. And his girl looks at him going, like, it's Michael Vick. And then it just goes black. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah, that's so- Atlanta. <laughs> yeah, so while while they're while Ern's having trouble with that, Paperboy and Clark County decide they're gonna do a track together. So they in the studio doing what they gotta do and the fucking engineer, man, engineer keep fucking up, bro. Mm-hmm. And Clark County just his character is so interesting. Like I hope he's in a, at least a few more episodes. Cause he's all peaceful and he's loving and shit. But then the engineer fucks up with one of the placements and Pro Tools, and he's just like, hey man. Y'all here fucking up, like, I don't know, I don't know what you're doing, but you fucking with my vibe. He goes, but it's okay, because I love you. And then he tries talking to you, he goes, nah, you, you talking too much. Fix that shit. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then the, um, they start playing something else that he wants them to hear. And then he just looks at me, he goes, oh, man. It, it crashed Stop. again. It crashed again. He just goes, I'm going to go off for so a I'm walk. So I'm going to take a walk real quick. Nigga leaves, but his henchman is still there. So then they stand they, up and they tell all of them like, "Yeah, y'all gotta leave, bro." Oh yeah, we all leave. And they, they they take all that shit and leave. I was with a shot. I thought it was gonna get real dark at that moment, but they didn't go right. back to it. So I was like, "Oh nah, well." Like this this nigga Clark County out here walking around like a happy face, Suge Knight. <laughs> That's probably how Chance really is. You never know, man. Hey, you never I know. Hey, Donald Glover is just, smart, so. We, we've talked about this so many times. We can't express how much we appreciate the genius that is Atlanta. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just, it's, it's a perfect, it's just a perfect way to just describe us as a community. You know what I'm saying? This, Pretty much. It ain't all about the flashy lights. You know, niggas just go through everyday shit. And I love how they do the episodes. Sometimes something is tied in, but most of the time, it's all one different story. Pretty much. The adventures of earning them. So, yeah. speaking of adventures, Marvel decided to drop the final trailer for Avengers Affinity War, and I am excited. Yes, yes, we are. <laughs> and, <laughs> man, that shit's going to be fucking dope. Really, not much I could really say about it, because they showed a lot, but they really didn't show a lot, if that makes any sense to you. Oh, of course. All I know is, like, Black Panther's back. Iron Man's back. And the whole, it's going to be the, like I told you, it's the Royal Rumble of superhero movies. The only nigga that got snubbed out was Hawkeye. <laughs> He's in it. He they wasn't in the trailer. 
Yeah, they yeah. shoved that nigga. He yeah. wasn't on the poster either. <laughs> oh, yeah, he wasn't on the poster. Well, no one gives a fuck about Hawkeyes. Keep it funky. <laughs> if you really want to keep got it, no love. I mean, out here saving lives and shit, helping the story. Arrow. Like, yeah, I mean, you. Black Black Widow has kung fu moves and fucking guns, and she's still on the damn poster. <laughs> she's the one running with them, with the Wakanda right. people running towards them. She got no powers. <laughs> He's probably gonna die because fucking widow. I mean, I mean, he's gonna die. He's probably gonna. He's, yeah, he don't even got a movie. No one cares about fucking Hawkeye. Shit. Yeah. But everyone on everyone on Twitter was joking about fucking um, Wakanda getting them L, getting that L from Thanos. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's all fucking Somebody. funny as hell when until some until Thanos shows up like Bobby Smurder and throws Wakanda in the air like he's fucking um like it was his hat. Yeah. Somebody <laughs> went and put on Twitter. When Thanos comes into Wakanda and they put the picture up of uh, Chappelle as Rick James, nice place, nigga. <laughs> nice place, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Thanos and probably then, won't even fuck up Wakanda, but it's just them jokes alone from all them pro right, black right, people. It's, it's funny as hell, and it was like everybody talks shit's all fun and games until Thanos calls him nigger. <laughs> and there's nothing you can do about it. <laughs> yeah, all them think pieces are gonna come out when Wakanda gets when Wakanda gets blown to smithereens. Asking, bro. Shout out to shout out to everybody that had fun and made up some funny ass fake headlines to go along with that shit. Because it's true. Like you gonna get you gonna get the black population that doesn't understand what the fuck is going on as far as the storyline goes. And I know bare minimum, but I at least know enough to know that this nigga Thanos was coming the whole time. Mm-hmm. And they just gonna have that but like, yeah, go on. Yeah, like he's just he's just out there, you know, just chilling in the chilling in the cuts, you know, just waiting for his time. But then you got the population that was so out there, ready to die for Black Panther. Like, what the fuck is this bullshit? Dude. And it's like, yo, y'all y'all should have known what the fuck was gonna come on. Dude, this you. white boy decided to jump on the band bandwagon and on the poster for the Infinity War in the in the in the official poster in the middle of it, you see you see. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. Iron Man in the middle with his hands up like Jesus and shit like that kind of spread across that, that was the official poster and then some white boy got pissed off and it was like Black Panther is your highest grossing movie Yeah, let me fix that for you and then he puts Black Panther in the middle and Marvel fans black white oh, all over God. told him like dude Iron Man started this shit like you need to fucking yeah. chill stop like, I, I even said like man shut the fuck up stop trying to jump on the damn bandwagon yeah and if he was paying attention it's likely done that because everybody's speculating that Iron Man is going to get that. He's, he's going to get he's gonna get that's that major. Yeah, he's going to get that major night night. He's gonna, yeah, there's but no the match from this night night. Yeah, watch him not even die. Watch it be Black Panther. <laughs> <laughs> they got to bring him back in his own shit. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't that a bitch? That'll be some funny shit. <laughs> <laughs> Now they're gonna kill the other niggas though. Oh, everyone gonna die except man, I don't know. I'm, well, it's no, not gonna no, be. No, what, what, I'm, what I'm saying is they gonna kill the other niggas. Like oh, yeah, Don Cheadle and Anthony Mackie, like they ain't Dead. gonna survive much longer. Yeah, they, yeah, <laughs> they, they, they're expendable. Them, them niggas are expendable. Like I look at certain play, I looked at certain Marvel characters. Like you're expendable, you can die. Did they? <laughs> yeah. Did they already greenlight a Doctor Strange too? Yeah, for the most part, he ain't, yeah, okay, he ain't so dying. He's, so he's surviving. So pretty much, it's pretty much up to you. Think they're gonna whack Captain America? We don't know because what all I know is that they said that Infinity War, that this movie and Avengers Four that comes out next year is gonna be the grand finale for the f- last phase of the of, of the Marvel Cinematic Universe as we know it. That's what they call right. it. So before Spider-Man- they before they read yeah before because 
Because they phase transition four. to the next phase, right? Yeah, because phase four is gonna phase four is gonna start with the new with Spider Man two. Okay. So, because after this movie is gonna be Ant Man and Wasp, and then right. after Ant Man and Wasp is gonna be Captain Marvel, which is gonna happen with Brie Lawson and shit like that. Right. And they're gonna be the last piece because after that it's gonna lead into Avengers four, and then they're gonna I guess destroy Thanos again or some shit. Okay. And then after, I think Phase Four, because they already they already greenlit Black Panther Two, which is pretty fucking obvious at this point. Probably nice. probably him gonna rebuild Wakanda or some shit in Oakland. Well, you'll be happy. On a side note, you'll be happy to know that I'm actually gonna go back and I'm gonna watch all of them in the proper order. Larissa says she'll actually watch a few of me, if not all of them, with me, okay, even though she good. got a short attention span. But I'm gonna. I mean, the only ones I've really seen are, is of course, Black Panther. When we went to go see Captain America: The Civil War. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, yeah. I think have that's seen, the only one. Have you seen Spider Man? The new Spider Man? I haven't seen the new Spider Man. Oh, I heard good things about it. I'm, I'm kicking myself actually for not seeing it because of how fine Aunt May be looking now in, in that one. Well, she wasn't that fine. In, she was fine in Civil War. She wasn't that fine in Homecoming. They made her look old in, in Homecoming. Oh. Yeah. But uh, so, by the way, she, she can still get that work. <laughs> oh, yeah, of course she can. Marissa told me, hell yeah, she can get that work. Um, but yeah, now I'm going to go back and we'll rewatch them because, I mean, now that everything's got up to April 27th, there's plenty of time now to go back. Yeah, AMC's, AMC is going to like air the entire fucking the whole Marvel saga leading into Civil right. War, leading into it. So, yeah, I think the only movie I, I would tell you to skip is The Incredible Hulk because Edward Norton was in it and, you know, he missed a bag. Same with fucking yeah. Terrence Howard. He missed a bag, man. Oh, the boy, did he ever. He I missed mean, that bag, man. He missed that bag, man. But shout out to Marvel and them. Uh, Cardi be pregnant, maybe. I don't know. The album's supposed to come out next month, man. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. Do you feel like her, aside from the remix, do you kind of feel like her steam's kind of slowing down a little bit? Kind like, of. Man, I but she's recording her damn album at the moment. So, I mean, yeah, it's kind of, she hasn't dropped another heat like hitter. Like, I remember there was, I think in January, she was dropping shit. Like, she's Cardi Barty, and then she jumped on this other remix and shit like that. When I go to the club, you still hear her music. She still has momentum. She was on the cover of right. Cosmetologian. Now there's this rumor coming out that she's pregnant, and they're saying it's not just TMZ confirmed. It's, well, if it comes from TMZ, it's real, and Cardi hasn't, she hasn't confirmed or denied it. So, and she's staying, she's kind of staying out of public. She's like, cause every time I look on fucking um, Instagram or her Instagram story in the wee hours of the morning, wee hours at night, she is in the studio. So she is focused on getting this album done. What did you say? Uh, there was something funny you told me before we went on air that Karina said. Oh, yeah. Karina said, yeah, I mean, of course she recording that at night, man. That's those stripper hours. <laughs> so, yeah, record, yeah, Karina yeah. said that. Yeah, those stripper hours. So she records all night and then goes to sleep during the day. Which yeah, is true, because no, I don't true. see Cardi online during, on during the daytime, so, yeah, she's sleeping. Yep. So, shout out to and she plus, plus, she said at the iHeart Music Awards that her album's coming out next month. So, something's dropping next month, so we're going to see. All right, we, we on the lookout. Hopefully, my prediction party. Hopefully my prediction comes true, because I, I Drake is making me look stupid. So, don't, don't you make alone. me look not, stupid. You're not alone, bro. Like, I, as much as I clown you, remember, DeMarcus Cousins' Achilles went bye-bye. So. <laughs> he went bye-bye. We're, 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 not, we're not looking good as an illogical unit right now. Just, hey, man, y'all making us look bad, man. Through. We need someone to pull through. <laughs> Cardi? Shit. 
Somebody but, uh, do something. The only thing we look good on is the fucking soundtrack. That's the only thing we look good at. <laughs> well, Kendrick never failed us yet. <laughs> but he don't count. He a different breed. Yeah, he's, he's on a whole other level. <laughs> Aside from the Black Panther soundtrack, we we not looking good, bro. Mm-hmm. And fucking Lil Pump's old ass. I guess he finessed the system. Yeah, so I read a report. I'll take the lead on this one. There you go ahead. saying that... So when he got his deal with Warner Brothers initially, it was for two million. However, because of the buzz of Gucci Gang and everything he's done since he signed that deal, he was able to re up for another two million plus an additional six million for a total of eight million. And that actually caught my eye because regardless of how you feel about him in his stance of, with music, you can't help but respect it. Like, the whole point is to, in, in many aspects, the whole point is to actually finesse one way or the other. Either fin- finesse businessly or to finesse to make everybody re- make sure that nobody forgets your name. You know what I mean? He's done it. Mm. And to me, this stood out from the sense of, I want to talk to hip-hop heads for a quick second. This stood out to me so much because this just shows that the market is always going to be set. So, you, by you saying... You saying you don't support these acts, but you're not buying the acts that you do support. You're not fucking helping. You're just setting the market for the acts that you don't like. I mean, I feel there's like money said, out there. We've said this so many times, man. Everyone's been saying that, that type of shit. They keep complaining and complaining about how hip hop is dead, but you're not going out your way to fucking support it. Like whole ass academics. He's saying he doesn't even support his favorite artists and goes to their concerts. He'll rather watch right. it on his fucking computer and shit. Like, nigga, you're the fucking problem. Yeah, I mean, and... It's all good and well to support your acts on social media, word of mouth and all that. But eventually you're going to have to drop some coin for your favorite acts, whether it be the actual album, whether it be going to concerts. That's the thing. Busby and I, we support our favorite acts both ways. Like usually when we're buying records, we set in stone when we're going to go see that act in person. You know, Mm -hmm. the next one we're going to is next month when we go see Crit and Psy High. And we if you remember... Sci High was number five, and Crit was number 2A or 2B on our list last year. So, understand, we support who we like and who mm-hmm. we rock with. Yep. And, of course, we went to go see Jay in December. Um, hip-hop Just, heads, y'all gotta step y'all game up, man. Y'all can't be bitching out here you, and bitching you, and complaining. You letting these little dumbass niggas try to take a hold of the game, man. You letting right. these little mid-card rappers take control of the heavyweights, man. Stop making these mid-card rappers like they're heavyweighters, man. They're not. Fuck these niggas. Right. So anyway. if you want to do, yeah, if y'all want to do something, do it, do it now. But uh, you know who could have did something? Fucking Envy could have did something <laughs> early, man. Man, we finally on this topic. DJ this fucking Envy. We are. Man. Y'all know this damn story. No, no, for people that don't know it, I guess apparently Desus and Merrill, you know, podcast extraordinary. Shout like, out to Desus and Merrill. Yeah, they're, funny motherfuckers on Viceland. Yeah, they pretty much made a little side joke about DJ Envy and his wife. Whatever, and I guess a long time ago, MV fucking cheated on his wife with Erica Mena, supposedly, oh, allegedly. And you know, I guess Decent Samaro made a little joke about it, saying like the reason why his wife got with him was because of his money. They kind of alluded to it, but Decent was all like, "No, no, no, I don't know." You know, he was just joking. Right. So I remember listening to the Joe Budden podcast, and I guess Joe Budden even said that MV called him and said, "Yeah, I'm going to check those dudes when I see them or whatever." He was angry about that. So I'm right. thinking, okay, he probably talked to them. No, 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 no. Breakfast Club shows up. <laughs> Breakfast Club shows up. This is a mirror on special guests because they're talking about this shit. And DJ Envy decided to poke out his chest and starts trying to big homie them niggas. God, <laughs> man. 
It came, he came off so corny doing that shit. He really did. Um, I didn't know anything because I catch Desus and Mero every now and then, but I'm, yeah. I'm at a point where I, I'm at a point where they're going to be a part of my regular viewing. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, like we said, we we respect their craft. We actually look up to them. Uh, they they just get it, and from how they responded to it has led me to say, you know what, I'm watching them on a regular basis. So I see that they're trending. I'm like, okay, what the fuck happened? I didn't know anything about this that happened last month. So when I actually watched the clip and Envy's like, quote, I got to address something with y'all. And they're either open to listening. Like, okay, you know what you got to talk about. And he just goes in on them and shit like that. And then, you know, they apologized. Well, and the thing it was was that they were confused because they're like, you know, we were joking, right? It was, like, I even, like, Jesus was like, I even said, like, nah, that's too messy. I don't even, I don't know what's going on. Like, you know, we're just saying stuff to joke. And even Meryl was like, you know my Instagram. Like, I do shit all the time. Like, it's not a big, I'm not meaning it. Mm-hmm. To be taken to heart And he's like Nah nah You, you stepped out of line And as I'm watching I'm like You a fucking clown ass nigga Cause he did like, it He called him dickhead And pussy Or some shit like that To introduce yeah. him And then uh, It was like bro, you could've easily and No I know what makes it worse Is that when they were, When they were done talking Charlemagne and Angelique They were still talking To Jesus and Meryl And shit like that And if he just didn't Want to talk And then he just gets up And leaves the room And I was just Bruh. like What the fuck and in my when mind, that happened, yeah. yeah. When that happened, I was like, for real? Like, seriously, you're going to allow this personal shit that wasn't even that big of a deal? Because, again, when I, again, I didn't know. So when I saw what was actually being talked about, I'm like, that's what set you off? Mm-hmm. For real? Uh, and what my whole game is, is like, you could have talked to these niggas off the air. Why did you have to make exactly. it bleed on to the show? Like, I'm, I'm like saying, never bring personal business on the air of what you're doing, man. I mean, me and JC, sometimes we have a little conflict or whatever, but we ain't gonna bleed it onto the show. Y'all ain't gonna know about that shit. That makes you nah. look, that makes us look stupid. It'll be entertaining for y'all, but not to you'll us. Know, you'll, you'll know about that shit in 20 years when we break up. And <laughs> well, Yeah, but that'll be after the fact. <laughs> well, when we break up and we no longer talking to each other. <laughs> yeah, that'll be after the fact. We block each other on social medias and shit like that. Yo, I can't wait for that day to happen. And for nah, the, for the listeners, think about for the that. listeners, for the listeners, we are joking. We're not serious. Yes, like, let's not put that planned. into the universe. Let's, no, let's I bring that plan. Busby, Busby is my brother. He, I plan on putting him in my wedding one day. We're joking, but for the sake of the fuckery, we're having fun. So I can't wait for in 20 years when we actually beefing with each other and I can say, you know, this big, fat, big ass motherfucker that took my ideas and shit. And now I'm going to do it. Now I'm stunting on these niggas, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can't wait for that day. It's going to be popping. I don't know what what feed I'm going to put it on because at that point, Facebook and Twitter ain't going to be popping like that. I don't think. But I think it will. It'll still be rest, rest, rest assured, when I when I drop them them flex bombs, so per se, nigga, that shit gonna be on fire. <laughs> uh, I guess. Don't bite the hand. Don't bite the master, nigga. <laughs> yeah, never outside the master, nigga. You ain't my master, nigga. <laughs> mm-hmm. But anyway, fucking, it was just stupid. It was just like, dude, why couldn't you just call these people? Why couldn't you just call them and talk to them? And then by the exactly. time they come on the show, everything's quashed. Well, because, yeah, and that's the thing. He made it seem like if it was such a big fucking deal. Mm-hmm. Like, come on, bro. You, you, that shit would have been handled as soon as they said it. It could have been out. They, when they came onto the show, it could have been something to joke around, be funny, and then they let could, it go. He could have took them to the side and talked to them before they got on the air. Exactly. He waited that for sh- the cameras to come on. You know what that shit was. It was a combo of just like you said. He waited for the cameras to go on, and as his ass was leaving in the morning, his wife went up to him and was like, don't forget to go in on them niggas. 
Mm-hmm. That's exactly what that shit was. Mm-hmm. Now, how it played out was perfect. Because then, of course, Diesel and Meryl, they got to go do they, they got to do their show. And they fucking so, talked about the whole shit. Exactly. And they went into, they, man, how they ended up twisting it into pretty much like, welcome to our world, motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. And just took advantage and pretty much took a stronghold of the situation. It was perfect. And then the next day, Envy gonna go on Twitter talking about, oh, it's easy to talk about that when you're not face-to-face. But you walked out the like, room! Thank you! I'm like, nigga, you left! And then you go on TMZ and talk about it too. Like, bro, what, 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 what's, man, that's some pussy shit, man. Envy just needs, he just puffed out his chest. And now to make matters even worse, (laughs) fucking, um, (laughs) Jesus and Meryl are going to have Erica Mena on, on their show. They, they, they they hinted at it and alluded at it. So, and they're going to, and she's on Love and Hip Hop again. So yeah, they're going to talk about that shit Uh. even more. Come on, man. Uh, How Meryl ended the first segment when he's like, so we learned a lesson. The moral of the story is. Don't cheat on your wife. Don't get caught up with Eric. Don't get caught up with Erica. Uh, <laughs> Erica Mena. Don't get caught up with Erica Mena. And then he said, "Didn't y'all niggas learn from Bow Wow?" Bruh, <laughs> I fucking teared up when I saw. That. Said it's so nonchalantly too. <laughs> that's why they're. That's why they're two of the dopest, man. Like, shouts out to Jesus. First of all, for getting caught off guard like that, but still being men about it, saying, "You know what? If you took it that way, we apologize." But yeah, since he- this nigga wanted to take it further than that. Oh, by all means, go ahead and play it exactly. Yeah, how you now play. and now envy is on that. Congratulations, you played yourself. This is what happens exactly. when keeping it real goes wrong. Because now oh, he's yeah. looking real stupid right now. And you Easy. know, Charlamagne wants to give him donkey the other day, but you know he can't do that. <laughs> oh, Charlamagne, the, the, the funny thing about it was, was when he left, Charlemagne was laughing it up with them. That was what made it so much fucking funnier. Mm-hmm. Charlemagne's about his check at the end of the day. Let's keep that real. So. Right. Yeah, so Royce the Five Nine versus Joe Button. Apparently, fucking Royce was on was promoting his album with DJ Premier. He was on Rap Radar, and they asked. I guess Elliot Wilson and B Dot asked him about you know the whole situation with Eminem and Joe Button and all that shit that happened. And Royce gave his opinion and pretty much just said like you could say that about certain artists and all that, but when it comes to someone like M, like you personally know. You just gotta do it quite differently. And Joe was a really upfront person, but you just can't be going around saying stuff like that, which is true. Right. But Joe, on the other hand, yeah. So Royce, of course, went out. Of course, he's doing the promo for Prime Two, which we'll actually get into a little bit later. Royce, of course, there we we kind of knew this was gonna come into play just from watching Everyday Struggle. That okay, when Royce go, or which whenever any of the three. Slaughterhouse members go out. They're probably going to ask him about it, if not M himself. However, on the Joe Budden podcast, Joe came out and said, yeah, we already talked about it. And he goes, but I knew that when he was going out, they were going to have to ask him about it. And it is what it is. And as far as what we know, what his version of it, his version of it was, we're cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's no beef between us. Like, there's something he's not going to budge on. There's something I'm not going to budge on. But it is what it is. That's my guy. And what mm-hmm. he was breaking down from his perspective was, I understood what Royce was saying. But Royce was saying it from the standpoint and the perspective of Eminem's friend. He yeah. said, I'm not Eminem's friend. I'm his I'm label Royce's mate. Friend. Nah, I'm right. Royce's friend. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm signed to his label. I'm Royce's friend. Mm-hmm. So that works. He goes, so we're not even talking about artist to artist. We're just talking about how you speak to people that are your friends versus people who aren't your friends. And mm-hmm. there's going to be a difference either way. And that's pretty much where the disconnect came into play. 
And the crazy thing about this is that everyone keeps talking about Joe reviewed, he, he trashed Eminem's album, but Joe Budden never reviewed M's album for uh, obvious no. reasons. He right. only, he said he never listened to it. The only thing he talked about was Untouchable, and he said the shit was trash, flat yeah. out. And he just kept it real. And that's what I'm saying. Like, maybe him getting kicked, maybe him leaving Everyday Struggle was the best thing to happen. Because if he was had, if he was forced to listen to that album and he had to go on Everyday Struggle and talk about it, it would have oh, been man. a lot uglier. Because yeah. yeah, he never listened to it. He still sat, he still, he has not talked about it on his podcast. And he kept it that way because at the end of the day, he still signed to Shady. Him yeah. and Slaughterhouse is still signed, which is still though, crazy. Even though the shit is, yeah, even though the shit is on the shelf, they are still. Obligated still- to to get that album done. Yeah, I don't think it's ever gonna happen, but we gonna see. But uh, yeah, Rihanna can't. Shout out to Royce. Shout, shout out to Royce and Joe, though. I mean, to me, that's that's it's it's all just more to do about nothing. You know what I'm saying? Just difference of opinions. But I I, I saw where Royce was coming from. I also saw where where Joe was coming from because yeah, what was Royce just- was top, touching on was friend to friend, and if. If Joe doesn't see M as a friend, but more so as a boss, then there's clearly a difference. Or a business partner. Right. There, yeah, there's clearly that's a what he sees him as. He even wrote a yeah. song. He even wrote a song called, um, uh, what's it called? Slaughter, Slaughter Mouse or whatever, where it was like, I forgot what album it was, but he, it was like an open letter to him, pretty much. Okay. Yeah, yeah listen to that. Uh, let's gotcha. see. Man, it's getting long. I'm, I don't know what's going on with me. Maybe I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> let's just breeze through this shit. Rihanna canceling yeah, Snapchat. Yeah, well, Snapchat was stupid for that shit. So I don't know if she canceled Snapchat, but the thing of it was was that they made a boneheaded ass move. If you don't know by this point, you're clearly off of social media, so we'll just run it down real quick. They ran an ad saying, "Who would you? What would you rather do? Would you slap Rihanna, slap Rihanna, or and punch, punch Chris, Chris Brown. Brown?" And then Rihanna made a whole little post on her Instagram story. Purposely on Instagram just to prove a point, and right. I guess Snapchat stock went down. I mean, honestly, no one's really on Snapchat like that now since they fucking changed up the layout. So, bullshit, I mean, I'm still kind of on it, but I don't really film nothing because I get more views on my Instagram story anyway. I keep telling that your ass trash. to go on your IG story, but you when I get on back your... home, I'm finally when I get back home, I'm finally maybe I'll get on it when I'm actually moving my shit. Yeah, because Facebook. I mean, you be on your Facebook story. I be telling your ass to get on your IG story. But I, I don't need to be on my Facebook story like that. I just, whatever I post on Facebook, it's like it gives me the option to put on my story. So I'm like, eh, whatever. I'll just post it there, too. I don't mm. be on it like that. But I think yeah. I'm going, I, IG Live, you finally got me. You IG motherfuckers, story. you. IG Story, <laughs> IG Live, whatever the fuck you is. You finally got me. I'm hey, coming you, home. I'm coming home. You got you to gotta play that. <laughs> hey, hey, you actually, you know what? You're actually right. I should play that. Um, yeah. I think I should do that when I'm actually moving out. Document your whole film shit. That shit. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah. IG story. Trust me, you never. You, you'd be surprised, man. People watch. <laughs> so uh, yeah. let's keep going. Rolling Stone dropped an article when they talked to Meek Mill when he was in jail. It was a really, 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 really long article, and I am still reading it at the moment. But pretty I much have not started. Rolling Stone's pretty much saying that the judge is really out to get Meek Mill. And it was a real good story from what I've like the part, the parts I've been reading. I was like, oh, they're really this is on some Tupac shit in a way. So I'm gonna yeah, that's read on my that. List. That's that's definitely on my reading list for the week. Um, yeah. as you said, because it's long, I'm actually gonna break it down into parts. So thank you in advance for yeah, it's really long. long. The struggle. 
Thank no, you for going through the struggle reading. for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And New York, you know how I said y'all going to take that L? Well, you catching two L's. First, yeah. Lloyd, Lloyd Banks just going so on there I, saying. I, I want to, I want to, uh, I want to. Want to get this? We're going to talk about two artists real quick. As Busby mentioned, the first one we're going to talk about Lloyd Banks, but we're also going to mention Jewels, and he doesn't want to touch on it. But I don't give a fuck. I'm gonna touch on it. Well, I love I New York. I love New York. Y'all know I got love for y'all. Banks and Jewels are were two of my favorite rappers in the 2000s. Hunger However, for more is a classic. A, oh, it, if it, if it's not a classic, it's damn sure one of those ones that everybody keeps in rotation. Mm-hmm. I gotta call it how I see it though. These niggas, these niggas went from Beamers, Benzes, and Bentleys to Lemurs, Lenses, and Lentleys because they kept L's. That's Damn, all they doing bro. right now. L's, L's everywhere. This nigga Lloyd Banks went on fucking Twitter talking about, or I don't want to say he said it because he technically didn't say it, but he insinuated that he was hanging up the mic. And it was time to go. There were a lot of people clowning on him, talking about, "Well, I thought he was already retired." And it was like, "Nigga, come on, just let the man go if he wants to go. It's not a big deal." I paid my respects saying, you know, even though he didn't reach the catapult of superstar status, he definitely had a role. But then the next day, this nigga gonna come out talking about, oh, I was just doing some social experiment. I'm not really retiring. Catch my new music coming out soon. I'm like, nigga, you ain't got that kind of clout like that, bro. Catch this L. If you need to do that, like niggas know you you blue hef. You the punchline king. Why you gotta do this stupid shit? You don't gotta do that. Hold the L, bro. And then we got Jewels, and it pains me to say Ju- with this about Jewels, because I hate to see a black man being locked up, but when you run a 4-3 running away from the penitentiary, I mean, shit, what you want me to say? Hey. So he was already looking at 10 years for the gun charge, right? Mm-hmm. Well, TSA also found some oxy pills. So, uh, we, not, we might not be seeing Jewels for a while, man. Mm, we haven't seen him for a minute man. anyway. As painful as it is for me to say, bro, he gotta hold that L. He gotta hold it. Hold it, lick it, hold it. Like it just—it it pains me to see it. I, I, you know how they say it comes in threes. I'm just don't. The, the first person that came to mind as the third possible one was Fab. I'm so glad he—he's not even close to this. Like thank God, because it would have pained me. It would have pained me if Fab was a part of this and I had to give Fab an L. It, it would have pained me so much. But shout out to Fab. I still need the soul tape for. Come on, bro. No, he Let needs to drop that popping. album. He just needs to drop that album. Fuck all that. Drop we, an album. Yeah, lo, we, we need Loso's way too. But I'm not going to be upset if he delivers soul tape for by the Christmas time. Like, you know, hey, you know what I'm saying? I ain't mad at that. You do what you got to do. Shout out to Fab. Again, shout out to Banks and Joels. I still love y'all, but y'all got to hold down. It is what Niggas it is. need to stop dropping mixtapes on fucking Christmas, bro. No one's going to listen to that bullshit. I make it differ, bro. I make it differ. You got, you got basketball all day. You know, it takes a while for the family to get together. Okay, let me, rephrase, you know, I, I let me rephrase that. Let me rephrase that. Artists that actually matter. I won't mind if Jay-Z or Beyonce drops their shit on Christmas. That would be fucking dope. Or Rihanna drops up. Like, a heavyweight. All these little mid-carters, I don't really give a fuck. But see, that's the thing. You know, when it comes to Fab, Fab's kind of made his name off of dropping off of Christmas or Christmas Eve. So it's kind of a tradition now where the nigga gotta he gotta keep that up. You, know you already know how I feel about Mel Fab. I just don't feel nothing. You so just, next man, subject. You just, you, so vicious. I know. I don't. I don't like you when it comes to Fab. I just. I don't like you. you I didn't say. I, I just said. I just don't care. Fab is, that a, is a national treasure, my brother. Fab's just a nigga from Brooklyn. Oh, Jay Simpson. <laughs> oh, Jay Simpson. <laughs> 
OJ. OJ, you bitch. <laughs> Nigga, yeah, we forgot to touch on this last week. And, um, I, touch, I just didn't want to touch on it. But well, let's not touch on point, it that he, much. He, he's given enough ammo because his name popped up in the news again for another reason where now we have no choice but to bring it up. So it just goes to show, you know, you know how motherfuckers is. I'm tired of hearing about OJ. I don't want to hear about him. Let him go. Yada, yada. I mean, OJ really he... wasn't saying anything besides that cap comment. He wasn't really doing well, no, shit. No, 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 no. We're going to segue off on, on the interview. Uh-huh. You know how they always talk about that shit, but as soon as it comes prime time, guess what's number one on the fucking Nielsen ratings? It's the mm-hmm. OJ, whatever he's doing. But that shit apparently... came, that interview came out like years ago. That's right, the thing that's crazy yeah, about it. They replayed it. He pretty much admitted that he killed Nicole and... God, I keep forgetting his name, and I do not mean to do it because he's just as important to this. Um, me and Marcus, me and uh, make it Ron and go. It's that Eminem line. He said it on Real Models. Uh, Ron, Ron, Ron something. You, Ron Goldman. Thank you, there Ron you Goldman. I do not want to disrespect him because his life was just as important. Um, he basically admitted to doing the shit. Did you watch the interview? Like, I ain't need to watch the interview. Uh, <laughs> I saw the snippets of it, and I was like, that nigga did it. I mean, Why are y'all replaying this shit? This shit could be... I thought it was on YouTube the whole time. No, it was on Fox. Oh, well, well thank you. Yeah, now we know why it aired. Mm-hmm. Hello. Well, <laughs> I mean, whatever. I, I, I didn't watch it for obvious reasons because it's just whatever. I was like, dude, he's out of jail. He's the, he's the nigga that got away, so deal with it. Yeah. We have yeah. the whiteies that got away. We got Zimmerman. We got fucking uh, Darren Wilson. We got a whole bunch of other white people that got Name. away with killing us. Yeah. Name any officer you want to name. You feel me? Um, but yeah, so, so he, he had that. But then he also had comments for both Cap and he had comments for Trump. So pretty much he's just becoming public enemy number one because he had Trump supporters as well as people for those who want those to stand for the flag. He had them on, in the palm of his hand when he's like, yeah, you know, Cap and Nick shouldn't have been doing that. Respect the flag. But then he turned around and said some shit about Trump. And then it don't call him Trump what, in my presence. Well, you say it then, my nigga. You, you the say it. The whole ass nigga in office. Okay. So him, H-A-N, Han. We'll call him Han. No, we call him whole no ass. No solo. No, we'll call him Han. No solo. We'll call him whole ass. Han. So Han. Han. Call him Han. So Han. Mm-hmm. He then had Trump supporters pretty much in his palm of hand like, yeah, yeah. But then Jamel Hill brought up something funny on Twitter was like, so he's saying you shouldn't think about that. You actually agree with something on O.J. Simpson. And then when she said it, it pissed off a whole bunch of people. And then he went and said his words against Trump. So then they kind of backed off of his that, that whole thing. And I'm just looking at it like he got out in October. I said I'd give him eight or nine months. So we're looking at June or July. I'm thinking we're right on schedule. <laughs> he said just enough to get himself in the limelight to where everybody don't like him. He's just on schedule to get his ass back in trouble. So we're we mm. going to see how that plays out. We're going to see. <sighs> I guess that leads into the NFL. Let's breeze through this shit. Yeah, so, of course, as we broke down, offseason has now come in. Well, not only the offseason, but the actual NFL season has taken place. For everybody who thinks the NFL season starts when the games start, nope, no. that's not when it starts. It actually starts when free agency is allowed. And as far as reality, there was some shit that popped off, my man. Mm. Would you? How, how do you? How do you want me to play this? Because I can go either way. I'm gonna breeze through it, but I could slow down for the Niners Raiders talk. I could go through. Just it. How, yeah, just, how you just, slow, it? just slow down for the Niners and Raiders. Just go through the people that we don't really give okay. a fuck about. So go on. 
Okay, well, I'm going to start off with the biggest headline first. Ooh, yeah, go that then we was, do a lightning round. Right. <laughs> niggas so that got signed. Had, yeah, so we had Kirk Cousins, of course. He signs with the Vikings for three years, 86, 84 million. And not only was it 84 million, but all of that 84 million is guaranteed. So, so shouts out to shouts out man. to Kirk Cousins' agent for real. Shouts out to the agent. So as a result, for those who paid attention and those who didn't, I'll break down just real quickly. The Vikings before this had three quarterbacks that were flipping in and out because of injuries. You had Case Keenum, Sam Bradford, and Teddy Bridgewater. So as a result of this, all three of them niggas was like, bye. Well, mm-hmm. Case Keenum on one on one hand, he didn't really have a choice. Um, or maybe Bridgewater. Bridgewater was that's a sad case. Yeah, but. Bridgewater went to the Jets. Uh, Sam Bradford agreed to sign over with the Cardinals, and shout out to Sam Bradford's agent. Like that motherfucker got like thirty five wins in his career, and he's made well over. He's made damn near two hundred million dollars. So shout out to him. And mm-hmm. then Case Keenum agreed to a trade to go to the Broncos. Uh, so they finally they think they got their quarterback situation fixed up. Um, shout out to John Elway who fucked up Case Keenum's name in the press. <laughs> Nigga called him a. Uh, Case Keesum or something like that. Like, didn't even, like, lying, just lying at the grit of his teeth talking about this is the guy we wanted the whole time. It's like, no, you didn't. You wanted Kirk Cousins the whole fucking time. Stop lying to these people. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they also signed defensive lineman Sheldon Richardson, who's kind of like a big deal as far as the lineman goes. Shouts out to him. Uh, Drew Brees re-upped with the Saints for another two years, $50 million. I don't know how much of his shit's guaranteed, but shouts out to him. Uh, you got the Packers. They went ahead and signed tight end Jimmy Graham. Of course, Jimmy Graham was played for the Saints, got traded to the Seahawks, wasn't the same man, so now he's trying to revive his career. They also signed defensive end Mo Wilkerson. As a result of them signing Jimmy Graham, they actually released Jordy Nelson, which leads into Raiders talk because the Raiders ended up releasing Michael Crabtree. Shouts out to King Crab. I hate to see you go, but I'm proud for you. A day later, got a fucking three-year deal with the Ravens. Shout yeah, out to him. so that deal was probably already set up to begin with. That's why he was let go. So right, and it's it's perfect perfect scenario. You go to somebody you're familiar with with the Harbaugh name because now you got Big Brother mm-hmm. um, as your coach. Um, Crabtree. There's also a play on words. Crab. They're known for the crab cakes out there. There's actually a restaurant that. They're going to give him as many crab cakes as he can handle. So, shouts out to him. That's a good fit. And as a result of that, Jordy Nelson came into the play. They signed him for a two-year, $15 million deal. 13's guaranteed. They also signed running back Doug Martin, who kind of has had some off-and-on years with the Bucks. He's on a one-year deal. However, how that's playing out, Marshawn's still going to be the feature back. He's coming for back. one more we'll year. One more year. We'll see how all that plays out. Mm. Um, shouts out to my homeboy, uh, TJ Carey, who plays cornerback. He went. He got himself a new deal with the Cleveland Browns. Um, big ups to you. Wish you all nothing but the best. And then they actually ended up trading away wide receiver Cordell Patterson. So remember our re- returner that played for the Vikings? It's kind of sound familiar. Um, mm. A former Vikings receiver playing for the Raiders getting traded to the Patriots. Uh, mm. They sent him for with a sixth rounder to the Pats for a fifth rounder. Um, and then the segue with the Pats, the Patriots, then their former running back, Deion Lewis, signed with the Titans as a result of DeMarco Murray getting cut. And then kind of a, a nice story, especially for the feel good for all those people looking for the feel good and family stories. Um, the Pats did a trade with the Cleveland Browns where they get Jason McCourty, cornerback, and he's actually going to join his twin brother, Devin as who plays cornerback and they get to share the same backfield everybody's all happy their parents don't have to buy those jerseys to stitch together so shouts out to the family 
Um, wide receiver Sammy Watkins, who played for the Bills and got traded to the Rams during the season. He's with the Chiefs now. We'll see how that plays out since they got what's-his-name stepping in after his rookie season, uh, Alex Smith with the Redskins. Um, your Niners made some news. Yeah, so. Yeah, y'all signed uh, running back Jaron uh, McKinnon, who played for the Vikings. Um, yeah, that is a good backup. We still need a fucking good ass running back. I mean, y'all, 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 y'all kind of paid him to be the feature back. I mean, y'all gave him a four million, a four year, thirty million dollar deal. So I mean, you kind of paid him to be the feature back. Yeah, I'm costs. not gonna say, I'm not gonna say he's overpaid because, as far as I'm concerned, I've said it many a times. These athletes are more underpaid when you actually look at how much revenue is being brought in. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna say that the market that was set up allowed him to claim. 30 million. I don't know how much was guaranteed, but it is what it is. And as a result, Carlos Hyde ends up leaving y'all. He signs with the Browns. Browns out here making moves. Hmm. I hate to admit it. Like, they, they just, they're just out here making moves. Until I don't know. Then, what's they're gonna still going to be 0 16 to me. So. They, they are, but you, you got to pay attention to some of the shit. Oh, I pay attention. It, it's true with the NFL. Every single year is a whole different year. You don't end up with the exact same team. As, it's not like the bat. It's not like NBA where. You keep your core eight, and you could just funnel in everybody else. You know what I mean? Like, NFL is legit a year-by-year type of season. Um, so pay attention to them. And then some quick mentions. Uh, former, uh, former Cardinal safety Tyron Matthew, he signed a one-year deal with the Texans. LeGarrette Blunt got his two titles the past two years running back. So he's like, man, fuck you. I'm gonna, it's time to get paid. So he went to the Lions. Shouts out to him. I'm not mad at that. Hmm. And then... Quarterback Orlando uh, Scandrick, y'all, for the ladies out there, y'all know him as Drea's man. Uh, he got tired of Dallas, and he was like, fuck y'all, just let me go. And immediately after they let him go, he went and signed with the rival Washington. I'm not going to say their name because you know how I feel about the actual name and mascot. But he signed with Washington for a two-year, $10 million deal. Um, there was some more signings, but we ain't going to get into all that. You know, we're trying to keep it as kosher and as – Condensed as possible, but I will say there were two off-transaction and off-field events that took place with two different players. You got Odell Beckham Jr. Supposedly at the time, it was said he was in Atlanta and he was catching a fight at the bar. But come to find out, Shade Room did their uh, diligent research and it was just a nigga impersonating him. I can't imagine that a nigga out there going out with blonde hair impersonating Odell Beckham, saying they Odell Beckham, and then he people says do that all the damn people do all that shit and they do that exactly. shit all the damn time in Hollywood. Remember, bro. remember the cat from the Cowboys last year when he got cut? Uh, lucky, he got cut, and then come to find out they cut him for the wrong reason because the cat that got arrested stole his identity. Mm-hmm. Remember that shit? Yeah, but I remember I heard that. that. Yeah, I heard that, and I was like, let me just wait on this Odell Beckham story real quick. And sure enough, it was an impersonator. So. OBJ, you kind of got off on one end, but you got to clean up the act with that European chick who was snorting lines of cocaine. Like, it's just, it's Jeez. not, y'all just say, it ain't, it ain't looking good for you, play. You got to get your money. You got to protect yourself. It's cold in the streets. That nigga is the, he's the last of a dying breed of the character fucking athletes, so. He is. Whatever. He really is. He really is. And then you got Vontez Burfick, uh, linebacker for the Bengals. Um, this is actually interesting because reports came out that the Raiders were actually interested in trading for him. Until news came out that he was going to be suspended for the first four games of the year for PEDs. This nigga's oh, always well. in the news getting suspended. Always. Mm-hmm. Well, shit. Always. Tell- <laughs> nigga's just a fucking idiot, so I don't know why. It just It's always something. So, I mean, hey, man, you hold that L. 
And um, lick it. So that pretty much <laughs> that covers the NFL. We breeze through the NBA real quick. So of course I broke the news to you last week that Damian Lillard is is a pedestrian. Of course he plays point guard for the Blazers. The niggas out here hooping, bro. They win streak is now past eleven, I think. Like they mm-hmm. legit out here hooping. I don't like the Blazers, but I gotta give them respect. Um, so catch them as we get we geared towards the final few weeks of the season, getting ready for the playoffs. Like expect them to at least make some noise, try to compete for that conference final. Mm. Um, LeBron and Harden, they was out here catching bodies last week. I don't know if you saw what they. Yeah, did. I saw that dunk, LeBron, because LeBron kept fucking reposting on Instagram over and over again. Like, bro, like, okay, we get it. <laughs> you can dunk a fucking basketball. I know you can dunk. You've been doing it for the past fifteen it's years. Not that he, it's not that he dunk a. Dunk the ball is that he took another nigga's soul. He I does saw that, that all shit the damn live. time. I saw him yeah, do it. But I mean, but I mean, just this shit. It's another seven footer. You know what I'm saying? Just the the whole how it all played out. Like, you gotta give him props. And then of course James Harden. I don't know if you saw this. James Harden again. He caught another one. It was Doc Rivers' son, Austin Rivers. So well, that's this, an everyday <laughs> thing for him. Exactly. This nigga put it between the legs, did a step back, and drained the, one of the game winners in his eye. And then this nigga had the audacity to turn around and say, he didn't even step up. I like him. I like that. And he walked back to the bench as they called timeout. <laughs> if y'all don't give this man his MVP award that he's overdue to have, man, just just give, give James Harden his MVP. Let the man have his year. Um, but we also want to send prayers out to Ty Lue. Ty Lue. Well, before this, him and LeBron actually got into it during the Blazers game. I don't know if you saw that. Nope. They was, mouth, they was mouthing off to each other. Now, if reports are true, we want to send our prayers out to Ty Lu, uh because he's taking a leave of absence for health issues. Yeah, I saw that. On the flip side, all it's going to take is for the Cavs to go on a three-game win streak and Ty Lu going to find himself unemployed this summer. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, LeBron's yeah. always been the damn coach, man. This is it's duh. Player coach, GM, all, all that good stuff. So, again, if it's, if it's true, prayers out to you. Um... This nigga Isaiah Thomas, man. That's your boy. I was cool. No, I was, I was cool That's with him your boy. coming on board. I was cool with That's... him coming on board. Nigga, let me talk. Mm-hmm. I was cool with him coming on board and being the sixth man, playing out the rest of the year. His contract is up at the end of the year. Not a big deal. He's played decent. He's had a few moments where it's like, damn, nigga, what the fuck is you doing? He's also had some moments where he sealed games for us. So it's like, all right, give or take, whatever. This nigga gonna come out in the media talking about why well, I ain't no six man, so I'm just in this position. I respect where Luke is coming from, but I'm looking to to get back. You know, I'm a two time All Star, and I'm looking at this shit like, bruh, you not that nigga no more. <laughs> Maybe when you come back next year and you're fully healed from that hip injury, you might got something. But until then, nigga, accept your fucking role. And what does this nigga do? Follow after that, man. Fuck it up. You wanna? Do you know what he did? No, I'm going to tell you exactly what this nigga did. We mm. played the Miami Heat on Friday, okay? Close game. We was in position to win this shit. Julius Randle out here acting a fool again, putting up points, beasting on niggas. All we had to do was just dump the ball into him in the post. Isaiah Thomas, <laughs> one for eight. He ain't even played in a few minutes. Luke going to put him in as a decoy to get the ball into Julius Randle and go for the game winner. You know what this nigga Isaiah Thomas did, bro? What did he do? This nigga was one for eight, and he kept the ball, and he went into the paint and put up a bullshit-ass shot that was airball. And guess what? We lost by a point. That's your boy. Get this motherfucker off my team. 
Get him off! That's your boy. That's your shit. That's your boy. Get, get this leprechaun in the hood ass nigga the fuck off my team. Get him off. Man, I don't want. I don't want to deal with him no more. Well, until he makes it. Yeah, that's your boy. Shut up. <laughs> I don't want to hear nothing from you. That's your boy. You're a Warriors fan, anyways. And speaking mm. of the Warriors, nah, I know Warriors words. out here. Warriors out here resting all their players now because they well, figured. Not Draymond. I don't know if you saw what happened with Draymond earlier since we recorded this. Nigga dislocated his fucking arm, and you literally see his bone kind of sticking out and shit. Just well, saw yeah, it on well, Twitter. Well, he was. Well, he was getting. He, they were all getting rested at periodically over the last couple of weeks, but now, yeah, like you said, Draymond out here looking like his shit ain't rest. It's actual injury. Mm-hmm. Um, but Steve Kerr out here just. I wish he would have rested all four of them motherfuckers when we played them on Wednesday, but he kept KD out, and that ended up being the difference. We lost to them. <laughs> fuck, fuck Brennan. That's all I'm going to say, because nigga hit me up talking about, we swept y'all, we finally did it. And I'm like, I don't care. Fuck out of here. I mean, um, you have to take those jokes, bro. Shut up. I ain't got to take shit. Lakers okay. still the shit. Fuck y'all. Okay. I'm but, not a Warrior fan. I'm just saying, you know, you got to take those jokes. No, I ain't taking shit. I'll, I'll still run my mouth. I'm, I'm gone. Like I said earlier, I'm gone on Slurricane right now. I'm talking my shit. Fuck y'all. And then, and yeah, then he gonna talk his shit. Then he's gonna just keep talking shit like your Agent Smith and, and fucking Neo. Just keep hitting just, each other with nothing happening. Y'all dumbs fans just know I'm coming back home. And as a result of coming back home, y'all time is ending. Lakers in 2020 is still on schedule, motherfuckers. Get it right. Okay. Now, going to Aubrey's team, the Raptors. You sure that's his team? You sure that's his team? Oh, so that means you mean so you mean Drake might actually you mean Drake might actually show up to the games a lot more for once? It's 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 not a might. He's going to. They're the number one seed in the East right now. Wow! Uh, Actually, got a two or three game comfortable lead over the Celtics at this point. Hmm. Um, They possibly could go the distance. You know, shouts out to 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 the coach uh, Dwayne Casey. He's revamped that offense to just relying off of DeMar DeRozan and Kyle Lowry, and he's gotten everybody else involved. Like, they're actually a well-balanced team. Um, they might have what it takes to go the distance. I'm not saying that in the sense of, you know how cats be like, well, I just want them to beat LeBron. I just want somebody else in the finals. I'm not saying it from that perspective. I'm actually saying from a hoop perspective, if they keep their shit together and don't choke in the playoffs like they used to doing, they got a chance, bro. So you, you, you got to keep your eyes on them. Hmm. And to close it out, uh, we got former Celtic Clipper, uh, Glenn Big Baby Davis. I don't know if it was a few weeks ago or a month ago or whatever. He got bagged for some weed. Lay which off was legal, the weed! But, which was, well, he's retired, so he can do what he wants. Um, but it, it's legal. However, he had the legal amount times nine, I think. <laughs> so he was around here with some bags, supposedly. Um, they arrested him in addition to him having, I think, up to 94000 in cash. So, it, it, you know, it already doesn't look good, right? Just from the, on the outside looking in, you don't know much of the story just like I do. But just from the outside looking in, it doesn't look good, right? Am I right? Yeah, it doesn't look too good. Well, it gets worse from there. Mm-hmm. The nigga gets released from prison or from holding wherever he was. The nigga boards a private jet. And guess what he has? He has on top of his plate some Popeyes, and next to him is a Gucci bag with a bunch of bills in there. And what's he saying? The truth gonna come out, man. You know what I'm saying? All I know is this Popeyes hitting, and this cash right here, this legal money right here. And then they zoom in and they show his championship ring with the Celtics. And all I could think about was, nigga, you probably gonna have to do some time now because you acting the nigga in public, and they don't like that shit. They really don't. 
they, they don't like that. So chances are we're going to be talking about Big Baby Davis a little bit while longer. But as long as he's free, hold on to your freedom as long as you can. I don't wish jail on no man, especially a black man. But it just don't look good. It just it, it doesn't look good, man. Oh, the fuck well. Speaking of niggas that it don't look good on, so you got Tiger Woods. Um, I mean, Tiger Woods is making yeah. every time I looked on Twitter, it looked like he was making a comeback, and I'm just like, oh, so he's using up the last of his secret sauce. Yeah, y'all could keep calling him Tiger and keep keep hope alive and shit. That nigga's still Eldrick to me. Um, <laughs> I don't care how y'all feel; it is what it is. But he's made some wave. He's come back in these past three tournaments. He's finished in the top five. Um, Roy McIlroy still ended up winning this last weekend. Props off to him. He clearly still has the fight in him, but until he finishes number one and gets his groove back completely, he just Eldrick to me. Like, Nigga should just retire at this point, man. I keep yeah, saying. Yeah, no, for sure. For sure. Um, so, I mean, that, I, we ain't going to go much deeper into that. We, we don't, I, don't, I don't watch golf like that. You definitely don't be checking for Hell like that. No, so I don't. Whatever. Now, this is a story you actually put me up on game on. Um. Danry Vasquez. Yo, bitch-ass nigga. Yeah. I, have a, I don't really... I get triggered when I see shit like that, man. I see niggas hitting up women and shit like that. This was his girlfriend, and footage came out of him slapping his girl going down some stairs, like backhanding, slapping her and punching her and shit like that. That's a damn shame. Yeah, he was a former Astros prospect, because I guess they let him go because he was just a whole-ass nigga. That's what right. he is. That's my, that's my narrative. He was just a whole-ass nigga. So... Pretty much, yeah, the footage came out, and she's still with him. From what I know, they, she's still with him, and I guess he proposed to her, and now they're engaged. So, yeah, whatever. Um, What's that Eve I song mean, that came out? Oh, that, man, you're taking it the, back. Do, the domestic violence song? Love I hear it in my head. Yeah, play that shit. And it'll take over your mind. So, whatever, man. Fuck that nigga. I mean, prayers up to... I know you don't want to hear it. Prayers up to both of them for number one, that he seeks the help he obviously needs. But number two, and most importantly, prayers up for her that she realizes that this shit ain't, it's bigger than her. She needs to get the fuck away if he ain't going to get that help as soon as possible. She needs to get away. That nigga needs to get his ass whooped because only niggas like that like doing that to women and not a grown ass man. Because grown ass man will whoop your motherfucking ass. Hell yeah. Shit. And to close out this, we it's a, still a somber note, but a little kind of a. I guess you want to call it a victory, so per se. Um, for those who remember, uh, former NFL and USC running back Joe McKnight, he was shot and killed while in traffic, uh, I believe last year, if not two years ago. Um, senseless, bullshit-ass crime, but the man that did it, they sentenced him to 30 years. Old-ass white man, so he likely going to stay in prison until his dying days. Um, again, rest in peace to Joe McKnight. Um, we're glad that your family and friends and peers were able to get Find some justice on your behalf and uh, yeah, rest in peace. Mm. And that covers the week in sports. Mm, long ass week. Yeah, it, long it, ass week. There was a lot of shit that popped off this week, man. That, that's just how it goes when March Madness comes into play. Mm. Well, say all that to end it off with music reviews, some music Review drop, time. some pretty good shit if y'all made it this far. But um, oh, you know they did. They ain't got no choice. <laughs> gonna skip ahead. <laughs> but earlier last earlier last week, Wale surprised everyone and dropped a surprise EP called "It's Complicated," yeah. and this is yeah. pretty much about it was like a relationship EP, man. And Wale really came with it. 
He really came with it. In my opinion, he really came in with the smooth with the smooth records on all that, especially the title track. That was pretty good. And the Jack Queese song was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Pretty much the first three songs had my attention. The last one was kind of am, but it was pretty good. He held his own yeah, on that. Yeah, I don't know if it was just maybe the note that the last track was in, maybe the sequencing of that note, but it was just something wasn't matching for me on that. It was called track, Let It Go. I think I know yeah. the reason why he called it that, because this is about, he's talking about a relationship. Right. Uh, pretty much, and I think he's made it as a metaphor for, I guess, his label or the industry and shit like that. So, because even when All Star Breakup, he that's when he got dropped from Atlantic because his album flopped or whatever. So he's mm-hmm. pre- he's pretty much talking about a relationship, pretty much. So gotcha, yeah, yeah. But you know, um, shout out to Wale. It was, yeah, it was it was decent. It was something that you all want to go ahead and check out. Uh, the next one we got on deck is, of course, this was everybody had was hyped up for this one was the sequel to the first Prime, which is Royce the Five Royce Nine the DJ Nine. Premier. Yes, sir. And I like honest, this one. I like the first one. The first, yeah. I was leaning towards the first one more. I don't know what it is about this one. I listened to it a few times, and for whatever reason, it just wasn't getting me. I don't know why. It just wasn't getting me. There were some songs that got me, like Everyday Struggle. I really liked Everyday Struggle when he was when that was a good one. That was a great when, one. when Royce was kind of the whole concept of of Everyday Struggle was about Everyday Struggle, the TV show, and just right. social media and fuckery and period. Um, the song Era with Dave East was pretty good. One of the hardest was dope. Uh, wow, respect my gun was pretty dope with a just Yo, off the shout, shout out to Rock March, uh, Marciano um, yeah. I don't know if you know but his one of his albums dropped last month mm-hmm. and the only reason why we haven't seen it is because he's selling he it he refuses to stream it yeah he's pretty much doing the Nipsey uh, situation where he's selling it on his website for 30 bucks yeah, he refuses uh, the he refuses to stream his music. He's one of the he's one of the somehow, only old heads to know yeah, it. Somehow, some way, we're gonna get our hands on this project because I've heard nothing but good things about his album. Oh yeah, he's um, a really he's a good ass he's a good rapper. He's dropped a his, lot his, of good ass pu- hits. His punchlines are his punchlines make you think about life like shit. The Fuck. loved ones, love of the rap city was cool. Made Man was decent, but and Front was cool with Two Chains. But I don't know. Maybe like wow, because I, I I like wow. Wow was dope to me. Wow. Oh, yeah. without warning. With without, it was. Oh yeah, Yellow Wolf had a dope ass verse on that. Mm-hmm. Everything and else, then, I don't know. Maybe I think it was like the whole shit. It was just some about it. I just can't describe it. Just can't describe um, it. It just wasn't grabbing me. I mean, for me, I this is this is a hip hop heads. This is, this is y'all. Oh, this yeah, is y'all time to shine. This this is your album. Um, Cause like I said, wow! And then you got streets at night. That was a dope one. And then his opening line for Rocket. <laughs> just his opening line for Rocket. I can't say it off of verbatim, but just know his first two bars off that one. I listened to that shit, and I was doing JC's first listen on Twitter, and I pretty much pulled the the Kenny the Jet Smith one, uh, Vince Carter dunk contest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was like let's go home. Like there's there's nothing to listen to anymore. Just how he did that was that was dope as fuck. Um, of course, Rhapsody was on Loved Ones. At this point, you can't even look at Rhapsody like a MC no more. You gotta give her just due as an MC. She holds her own with these big dogs. You gotta give her her respect. Yep. Made Men for me, I like that joint just off the simple fact it was a nice soulful record. It was a good fit for Crit to be on that joint. And I don't know if you remember the bonus track from the documentary, uh, Till the Wheels Fall Off, with Denon Porter singing that hook. Yeah. 
I don't know if you caught it, but that hook reminded me of that. And it took me back to 2005, and I was like, that was that was dope. I like that. That was a good joint. Um, and then, like you said, Everyday Struggle. I mean, overall, I, and of course, he had CeeLo Green on the, on the album. I mean, overall, I, I, did, I dug this project. It was dope. I liked it. Now, I don't know what it was about me. It just didn't connect with me like the first one did. Hmm. I don't know. That's just me. Maybe it'll grow on me over time. Probably. And then we and then we have Sweetie High Maintenance and I've Sawi-tee. heard a Sawitee. I've heard a lot about her. I think Karina put me on to her and she told me is is she from out here in the Bay? Yeah, she was born in so she was born in Santa Clara. Um, she moved out to Sacramento, finished out high school there, and then she moved down here to Los Angeles and transferred from San Diego State to USC, where she got her degree in I think business. I did some research on it. Um, okay. High Maze was a, I mean, it's, it's as far as the introduction, it was a decent introduction to kind of who she is and what she wants to vibe with. Um, I will say tracks like Good Good, 23, and Too Many were cool. I like those. Kind of shows her strengths as a songwriter. Overall, though, she just too monotone for me right now. Like, she ain't got enough eh, in her charisma. So that's how that's I felt about it. Up. That's how I felt about it, because I was hearing about Icy Girl a lot, and then she was getting a lot of traction with that. But then when I kept listening to it, like, that whole album, I was just like, again, I keep calling, like, I keep using wrestling terms for mid-carders. She sounded like a damn mid-card. Just a regular-ass regular, regular ass rapper. It wasn't nothing popular, but these hipster blogs and these people gravitate towards them, and it's like, right. I, I don't... I don't get it. I never hear these people until someone else tells me about them. And then I look and I'd be like, who the fuck are these niggas? And I look and they have like a large traction and people know their music. And I was like, I I don't know. It it wasn't, I wasn't moved. This album didn't move me at all. So that's like, it didn't move me at all. So I was like, whatever. Yeah, that's the same shit about Cash Doll. Brad, you told me about this this morning and I gave you this look because I've heard of Cash Doll. I have heard of her. I just don't care of about her. Did. I mean, everybody, everybody, everybody knows of her for her feature to "So Good" with Big Sean. Yeah, I know, I know, but I just didn't care for her, and that's how I feel. Just like Fabulous, I don't care. So I know she's getting traction, and I was listening, and then the album, and then I, I knew it dropped. I just ignored it because I just didn't care. Till you hit me up, and I was like, hey, maybe we should listen to this shit. And I gave you that Stone Cold stare, <laughs> like you know, I guess. So I tried listening to it, and just like I predicted, I was very blah. I mean, you could talk about it. I mean, you know, I was blah on it, too. There was nothing really that amazed me off of it. Uh, but I did find some highlights. Uh, she had a track with... Well, she had two tracks with Skrilla from MMG. I forgot. Honestly, it was funny, because I looked at Skrilla. I was thinking of Skrilla Sam. And I was like, Skrilla done made his way off this shit? Like, damn, nigga, for sure. But then I forgot. Skrilla Sam? Skrilla. My boy Skrilla Sam? Yeah, yeah. I forgot. Yeah. I was like... I was like, oh shit, Skrilla on this? But then I forgot there's a nigga named Skrilla, a part of Triple uh, C's on MMG. And I was like, oh, it's that Skrilla. All right, for sure. Damn, he's still on um, him, I guess. Yeah, he's still rocking with him. Um, but he was on two tracks, which was two of the three highlights I found, which was I Want and Rich Top. Mm-hmm. And then she had a track with a Sirius, or a Sirius uh, that featured Natasha Mosley. Um, again, it was similar with uh, Saweetie, where it showed her strength as a songwriter and how to just ride with the tracks. Otherwise, other than that, I'm kind of like, eh, this just didn't do nothing for me. Didn't do but nothing we'll for see, me. This shit. Maybe this we'll shit see sh- what it looks like when she has a, a much bigger project to follow up with. See, you know Sweetie. Like, this, was, this just, this at least, this for her, I will say the difference between her and Sweetie was, this was at least coming off her social media award that she got with BET. 
So she definitely has that buzz there to at least get her in the direction of working with those big names. And plus, I, at this point, it's kind of a foregone conclusion that we're going to get that so good video. You know what I mean? That's going to be the next single that gets pushed up. Maybe that propels her. Maybe that's what she's working on. And this was kind of something to just feed the streets in the middle in the meantime. See, honestly, both of them, both of these albums should have just been on that Piff, not Apple Music. Because honestly, but, I mean, but, but this Apple is what these albums. Like, no, but the it. point I'm trying to make is some of these albums don't deserve to be on the Apple Music. But that's, that's what I'm trying we, to we tell you. But but it, it's a different age. It's not 2013. I anymore, get it. You can legit, I get it. Say it. You know I, what I mean? get that. But it's just some. It was just very blah to me, and I just sometimes I just get very annoyed that they be pushing these mid card rappers. So it's just uh, what mid card rappers that think they're heavyweights. So. Whatever, speak to another mid-carder. See, I'm just going down the line right now. XX Straction decided to drop his follow-up to 19... Excedrin. He dropped his shit called, I guess, Question Mark. I guess this is his Prince album. Question Mark, Symbol, whatever the fuck it is. And, um... The last album, it really surprised me and JC. Really surprised me. Yeah. This one, I was saying, okay, let's see how he progressed. And this whole album, if I could just sum it up, it was on some Look What I Can Do. That's pretty much what it is. Every song did not sound the same. He went into different genres, whether it was rock, rap, even fucking reggaeton and shit. He showed that he's a really talented motherfucker. And as much as a whole ass nigga, I do not like this dude. He makes some decent songs, like the fucking Spanish song. Oh, I don't even know Spanish. LOL. That's the title of the damn song. I don't know Spanish. Mm-hmm. LOL. And it sounds like some reggaeton shit that you would probably hear in the club if you're salsa, salsa dancing. And then you had fucking Infinity Triple Eight with fucking Joey Badass, where you show his yep. backpapper rippity rap rap shit, and he and he flowed on that. I'm like, what the hell? They had good chemistry on that joint. They had good chemistry. And it just blew my mind. Like, it was like one of those, like, you couldn't help but nod your head to it and like it. The rest, it was a whole bunch of rock, R&B, alternative, Colt Cobain, Nirvana bullshit. Yeah, from my take on it, I was open to, I'm always open to listening to the art. I'm, I'm able, there's certain artists where I'm not able to put the personal, but I mean, for this instance, it was like, you... You surprised me enough with 17 for me to say, okay, let's see what you got going on here. But one thing I didn't like was that it started off the same way as 17 did, where it was like, you're giving me instructions. Like, nigga, I don't want fucking instructions. Just let me hear what you got. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know you're coming out different. You ain't got to say shit to that. I can tell by the fucking question mark. Um, mm-hmm. So I was kind of turned off with that. But as you said, as it as it progressed, there was some stuff there. Um, the remedy for a broken heart was something that caught my ear. Floor 55, though, it, that's just... How it blended, the nigga went from soft to all of a sudden now he just yelling at me and shit. Like, I don't appreciate that. I got an ear infection this week, and I think he's part of the reason for that shit. Um, what else we got? Uh, the Matt Ox feature, which was the the money track. I don't know what the fuck it was called, but it's the $3 bill song. Yeah. That, that little nigga Matt Ox, I don't know what it is about him. When he had that spinner song, and then he got this joint, but it was just, Ooh, why you gotta sleep on my crew? And I was like, I actually fuck with that. I like that. Like, go ahead, little white boy. I, I see you, you doing your thing out here. You can take your ass to school, but I, I feel you. I, I see where you where you're coming from. Rock, rock the middle school playground streets. Um, and then of course, like you said, I don't even speak Spanish. LOL. Hey man, that, that's a, that's a that's a mood right there. Yeah, you got you got to find see, a nice little he's nice little tenderoni much, and play honestly, that. Honestly, he's too much of a whole ass nigga. I would not play that. 
I, as much as it is, he's too much of a whole ass nigga. I see his attitude just really just overpowers everything for me, and it's just ugh, no matter how good your music is, you still a whole ass nigga to me. Well, since we kind of forgot about it, it's actually kind of perfect to sub him in right here. You still gonna Ooh. play Trey songs for women? Oh yeah, that nigga beat up a fucking woman. That's yeah. only all I gotta fucking say. Beat up a chick in the club and he got arrested for it. So yeah, fuck Trey it's songs. Not his first time. Yeah, I know he's done it. Time. He's done it plenty of times. So that's pretty much all I have to say about that shit. Okay, so that actually gives me my answer. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And the last, the only person who really impressed me was Sango. Sango. Yeah, so I figured out, I found um, this album on Twitter, and I did some research. You know about the collection uh, selection, right? You know, they got their own station on uh, Beats One Radio. Mm-hmm. They pretty much, they specialize in vibe music and just that easygoing, nice, you know what I'm saying? That just, hookah music. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? They, they specialize in that. He's a part of that collective. And like you said, this was... Honestly, to me, as much as I like Prime 2, this was the best offering of the weekend. Or the week, as I should, as I should say. Because I still got to get to Rich Homie Quan. I've heard good things about that album. Yeah, I, I heard good time. things about that one, yeah. So we'll, we'll, we'll review that for, uh, for 82. But as far as this goes, I mean, how just... It's fantastic. Life without God is nothing. Just the rhythm of it, the smoothness of it. Mateo 219. Mateo is actually the name of his first his firstborn. Um, I liked how that how the groove went in with that. I found the three man weave with chemistry, chlorine, and rude, which is tracks eight to ten. And really, the thing of it is, is that I could kind of see people kind of skipping along for like the first maybe six tracks. Once you get to together with Jesse Boykin's third. I didn't want to skip anything. I let that bitch ride out the whole time, and I, I felt it. That, that I enjoyed this project. Yeah, it was a smooth project. I really fuck with that Jam, uh, Jameson, Jameson record, Chemistry, and Out My Way Around You. That was a really Ooh, good one. Out My Way and Around You, boy. Yeah, That's going to do some things this spring and summertime, boy. Yeah, and the last song, Comfortable, that was a really good one. Like mm-hmm. it was, it was a, like you said, it was a mood album. Like you gotta get some hookah, get some music, get get you a little pretty young thing, and just chilled out. And it's a real Bye-bye. smooth record. It was that was the only highlight album for me. That sounds like a heavyweight album that people need to listen to, mm-hmm. or like the you know everything else. Mid mid card rappers need to get a goal, but mid card artists need to stick with fucking that piff. Don't go to Apple Music. I don't, I sorry, just ugh, whatever, man. Whatever, that just irritates me. I just don't like. I just I'm tired of these. I'm tired of these people that have the keys to the gate. Of all these other fucking people on Twitter trying to give highlights to these mid card whole ass niggas. I'm sorry. Yeah, but you got to remember, you know, some of these artists they're literally in the beginning stages of their career. So you don't want to say. But you don't want to shoot somebody down that early. You know what I'm saying? Like, imagine if somebody shot us down after like episode twelve. You know what of I'm saying? Course. Of course. So it's, at it's the same not, time, it's not that, it's not that we thought we were the shit. It's just that we trying out different stuff. We just sound very confident in ourselves. I think it's maybe the cosigns some... that annoy me the most. How about that? Okay, that I can see that. But I mean, as far as the whole artistry, the artsmanship goes, you know, especially like with Sweetie and Cash Doll, like these didn't do anything for me. But at the same time, there's really not a lot that does it for me as far as. A femme C goes, you know what I mean? And I don't say mm-hmm. that in disrespect. There's just 
Most women, no. like, when Foxy and Lil' Kim, you know, they be talking about sucking dick and shit. Pause. Like, mm-hmm. I don't, I yeah. can't relate to that shit. You know what I mean? But, side note, this has nothing to do with them. I'm not talking about you, but if anyone listening to this, it has nothing to do with them being women or anything like that. Because there's a lot of great women MCs out there. Nikki yeah, is still trash. Rhapsody, Jean Grey. <laughs> Nikki is still trash. I don't know yeah. why I said that. I just wanted to put that out there. Nikki is still trash. But the rest of the females, they good. It's just, I judge your music equally as everyone else. Right. So, but I mean, yeah. So my thing is, is that is, I get what you're saying, but at the same time, when we're dealing with artists that are coming up, I don't want to be too hard on them because they're still trying to find their voice. You know what I'm saying? I, I can maybe you. think of, a, I can maybe think of a slight. I remember when Wale was a SoundClick, uh, a SoundClick rapper, not even SoundCloud, but SoundClick. Mm-hmm. When he was on, um, who was it? I forget the producers that ended up being uh, Best Kept Secret. And he was showing mm. up on their stuff. A lot of people wasn't feeling his stuff because he came out straight go go. But get he you. developed, you know, what I'm saying he developed his craft over time. Right. And that's, I, that's I understand. I, like I said, I completely understand all of that. It's just I just do. Like I said, I just hate just the cosigns from all these hipsters, all these blogs, and all them hype beast niggas that you see on Twitter. Those, Those are, are the ones niggas. that. Re- that's I do, but it's just like when they keep shoving it in your face, it makes me look at you sideways. You so, pay attention too much. Don't blame the artist for that. Blame it's not them. my fault. It's not my fault I pay attention to everything. But it's just blame it is what it is. Yeah, no. Blame them. But at the same time, I just have to, like I guess I guess academics kind of rub me the wrong way when he comes pushing that bullshit out there and how he talks about these certain boo boo ass niggas. So Yeah, you put way too much stock in that nigga. <laughs> I don't put no stock in him. I just put stock in stupid people. Look at a motherfucker that's in office right now. And I mean the reality of the situation is is that academics, unfortunately, He's, he's on the wrong side of his. He's on. Yeah. No, he, he's he's he, he's a gatekeeper. So you know. Yeah, and that's what he, sucks. What he says holds weight. So I, I understand that. But shout out to the artist. Whether I dig your project, I first listen, or it takes me a while to get into you. A few projects and keep doing your thing. You know, yeah. I will never never discredit y'all for doing your thing and growing as an artist. It's only Pretty when much. you hit. Since you brought up Nicki Minaj, I'll follow up with that. It's only when you hit her status and then you start. Take your medication, Roman. Take your medication, okay? And on that note, that is episode 81 of the Illogical Sense podcast. Take your medication, Roman. Okay? You know who I blame for you just saying that? Because now you don't. Yeah. Just to get your shout out in now because the name's going to come up. Who do I got to shout out? No, let me shout yourself out. Oh, I, I, shit. Maybe you don't know if I got somebody to shout out. Shit. Well, you shout out me, then nigga. somebody, nigga. I don't know. I forgot. But shout out to JC No Hundreds. Shout that nigga out. Hundreds? Nigga, cool. Yeah. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on yeah. T. Hit us on Twitter. T, with T. Illogical, Illogical SP. SP. On Twitter. Um, of course, you can hit me on. Yeah. You hit me on my social media on JC No Hundreds. Y'all already know yeah. how the spelling shit go. And Mr. Busby for lowercase O eight. Yep. And uh, just for you bringing up Romans Reloaded, I want to say, fuck you, Jed York, as always. Later, niggas. <laughs>